<laughs> oh, what's going on, guys? This is the Cloud9 Podcast Season 6, Episode 13, actually. Um, I'm pretty sure I don't have my headset in right. Give me literally one second. So let me turn on my headset as well. That way the audio isn't coming through just my speakers. It would come through this. It's way better to have, you know, audio come through this than that because if you guys have, you know, ever known to live in the city, uh, you know, then you hear cars like that. You would hear a car like that just pass through if my audio was out of my speakers. But, yes, tonight we are going to be doing the LCS 2023 Spring Split Team Tier List, uh, talking about just all things LCS. And then next week we are going to have an episode just doing kind of like a 2022 wrap-up kind of episode. You know, and then after that, there's going to be no more Cloud9 podcast episodes because there's going to be just literally nothing to talk about, you know, because, well, the season's over, uh, Worlds is done, uh, the actual competitive season doesn't start until like jan- mid-January, you know, uh, usually the seasons start for uh, the LPL, the LCK, the LEC, you know, and uh, the LCS, usually mid- mid-January, so yeah, that's what we're dealing with, obviously, right now. Uh, but we did have some news kind of pop off. Like browsing Reddit is extremely disgusting, you know. But there were some videos that I actually plan on doing for you guys because I've talked about this before, which is uh, essentially uh, getting to a point where you know putting out consistent content is something I want to do for you guys. That is kind of a major thing I want to do for you guys going forward. And a, a brand new series is actually going to be announced on my channel update video. So I have one more news video to post that I'm going to be giving out to you guys literally, you know, later on tomorrow. That way I can, you know, give you guys some content tomorrow. Then after that, I'm going to do my channel update video. And then after that, I am going to, you know, doing my response videos. There's a few people that made videos that I kind of want to just, you know, like obviously commentate over. Cause as you guys know, and I've been getting very much bigger into the whole like commentary esque space right? It's uh, pretty volatile, all things considered, because people think you hate them if you just have a different opinion, you know, compared to theirs, which is not totally fine, because that means you're just a big fat pussy, but it's okay. It's what it is, right? It's just how it works, right? So with that, uh, that concludes just the little update portion section of the video. Uh, There's literally one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight videos right there I have for you guys. I'll probably scale back that to just a few of these, you know? Uh, so I'm going to have a whole list of them to do. I'll probably do, like, response videos, potentially. Not to, like, all the roster announcements, you know, that these orgs made. Um, but a few of them, potentially. There's a, there's a lot on the table to actually, you know, talk about. Because the LCS might look a bit spicier for 2023. I know a lot of people have been kind of talking about that, you know, for, like, the last past, like, five uh well three to four years that each season is going to get better for the lcs in reality it really hasn't you know but i you know you got to be optimistic when it comes to the stuff i I hope a lot of it gets better i think bottom tier teams have also kind of somehow leveled up a little bit a few of them have leveled up but when it comes to like the other teams i'm just not too sure how they're really actually going to prepare you know, or do because like you see videos from like, you know, IMT and, you know, the guy admits like, I don't really have a big budget, obviously, you know, so what kind of plan do you have? Well, you have to build out an infrastructure first and keep a long 
standing infrastructure. And I think that's what a lot of these like LCS orgs really lack is a long standing infrastructure you know because in traditional sports you do have long-standing infrastructures that work for a very 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 long time and yeah at some points people leave that's going to happen at some points a lot of people leave you know but you need that long infrastructure and i think the teams that have had somewhat of that have seen success actually um but that's not really a big thing you know for the lcs overall right so i'm gonna also uh go to the poll on the channel because now YouTube unlocked the ability to obviously do a, um, you know, a, with the community tab. And then having that, you actually have the ability to create polls now, which is good because channels that are decently small like this one uh, need that to interact with you guys. And I liked how YouTube made that a thing. But yes, Chaz is going to be here and we are going to end up ranking the teams. I, I know you guys liked the episode last week, so I'm going to end up just doing that for you guys. Uh, this week, we're going to obviously watch some of the videos, or even the Cloud9 podcast literally just could be uh, me going over those videos for you guys instead of just, you know, doing them all separately. I could just do them all in, like, live stream form, you know? Uh, that's something that I am considering, you know? That is something that I am personally considering, uh, but most likely I'll just do them pre-recorded, you know? Like, we've been doing Cloud9 podcasts for I don't know how long, like a while now at this point, you know? So after next week, I'm taking a break for a little bit, and my break is just going to ensue just pre-recorded videos you know what's up you piece of shit yeah fuck you too bitch trying to go outside and fight motherfucker trying to throw hands all right give me a second everyone yep. uh let me create the poll if there are people that watch make sure you hit the like button smash the like button obviously get to 10 likes when more people start trickling in it's gonna be a long episode i'm gonna try and get through most of it this is a lot to do god oh, hell yeah Smash the like button. Let's get to a stream like this. Only needs like five likes. Our minimum like goal for these streams now is just gonna be five likes. That's it. Uh, hell yeah! I'm doing uh, hundred thieves suck. It's gonna be oh God. there. You go. All right. Well, LCS sucks. LCS. I don't know, man. People think it's gonna be a lot better coming in 2023. I got to be optimistic. People, people have told me that shit literally ever since I started watching this fucking league. E literally ever since. <laughs> I mean, I have been watching LCS for, when it comes to 2023, eight years. It'll be eight years since I've been watching this shit. And every year, it's been told to me it's going to get better. You know how that shit James kept saying? But these wildcard teams are going to be way better. That's been said to me for eight fucking years. I don't want to hear that shit anymore. Fuck that. Literally, either get better or just shut the fuck up. I'm sick of hearing that. The world, you really, really, Australia's getting better. That has not happened ever. Brazil, Bronzil's going to get better. Hell no. Brazil, Brazil will be better than Australia. Is that saying a lot? You know, you know how like NA and EU have the little rivalry, right? Yeah. NA and EU. Brazil and Turkey have a rivalry for wildcard teams. It's so pathetic because Brazil has almost never beaten Turkey. They've beaten them like once. Sometimes. <laughs> this is that's, sometimes. That's a rivalry. They what? suck so bad that Turkey and Brazil are, are like rivals, but they're not good. That's 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 a rivalry for like the WNBA. That doesn't even count really. <laughs> that rivalry is fucking trash. All right, let's trickle in for a second. Uh I so yeah, that's just all the updates I have for you guys. Chaz said he's going to help me out with some league content coming to this year. No, I'll be going all out with league content this year. We're going to be doing it. I told you guys, going to have to get a little bit more acclimated with, with the other regions. This man literally 
worse, like, late at night sometimes. So, I mean, the LCK is going to be going on late. Literally, do the, you know, like, the LPL and the LCK will be going on late anyway. No, I get off and the LCK is just starting. I'm, that's good for me. Yes, it's My- weird. Yeah, because when you start the LCK, I can only watch, like, one BO3. Maybe. I'm watching the first watch. BO3 and then I pass out. I'm trying to see. I, I, got, I, I, got, I got to go to bed. Usually when the LCK premieres, I got, I got to go to bed. The LCK like, starts about 2 in the morning. Yeah, no, I can watch the whole thing. Okay, this is my thing. If I don't take another job right now and, and I just do the insurance, I could possibly do – I could possibly watch the LCK and LPL. Because mm-hmm. um, it's like, do I take the interview tomorrow? It's like part of me wants to, part of me is like, eh. Nah. I think you need some time off for a bit. I, I think will, – will the offer still be on the table if you – don't take I don't even speak. want to really take this offer. They the issue is I'll say take the extra time off. I mean the, the issue is this job called a little too fast. I, I think they're too desperate for somebody. Really? I'm like, good that that never that never seemed well. That like, boss is an asshole. That boss is faking that shit. No, that's it's, not really that person. It's, <laughs> it's a full-time job, but it's temporary until the old cooks come back. And I'm like, okay, that's me. I know I, I'm I'm only there. For at least three months. That's me. It's Monday for Friday, seven three thirty. I'm like, eh, uh, morning cuts. <laughs> That's so bad. That sucked. Because before that, man, imagine being such a shit wild card region that you cling to beating another shitty wild card region. <laughs> so man. bad, man. Oh my god. And Turkey yeah. will always have been better than Brazil internationally because. There was a time for the play-ins that uh, a Turkish team knocked out Mad Lions. And Turkey oh, also shit. has done stuff, not done stuff internationally. They've had some upsets. You know, they've had some upsets. That's the best way you can really, really put it. Yeah. Brazil, they've had, like, BO1 upsets. But one one of their BO1 uh, upsets was, like, like uh, INTZ beating, like, EDG back when EDG had deft. And it didn't matter because that was the first week of the group stage. So EDG just obviously just beat them every single time after that. And then there was a time yeah. where they had a team called Kaboom where they beat Alliance, and that helped Cloud9 get out of that group, right? That was an upset. Like, the first thing they did was a legit upset. The second time, it didn't really matter. It doesn't matter if you beat EDG in week one because EDG was going to be better week two. That's another whole yeah. shitty group that I don't want to talk about. But yeah. so I finally got some of the answers because, sadly, guys, um, I <laughs> there was a night where I was like, you know what? I want to look at some hot girls. You know, so I went and started watching Lena's Twitch stream, actually. Yeah. So I finally got some of the answers I was looking for because none of it ever made any sense. Now, remember, guys, she was the president of TSM, so I'd, I'd imagine that... Oh, she was. She no longer is. Yeah, she works for, what, Sentinels now? Right, she said? Oh, I have no idea. So I got some of the answers. So the reason why a lot of these teams made league-specific YouTube channels was because YouTube at the time was promoting you to have a second channel. I love how the, how the platform is talking about, like, they don't want creators to be burnt out, so they obviously promote second channels more. I don't know. I'm not <laughs> – I don't know how this fucking works sometimes, you yeah. know? Yeah, it don't make sense sometimes. It's just They're like, yeah, we don't want our creators to be burned out. We want them to have a, a great flourishing, you know, um, platform that we don't have to feel burned out. No, no, fuck off. That fucking bitch at one time. Oh, my God. Okay, <laughs> so uh, that's the reason why you saw people started doing clip channels, right? Yeah. So you which is make content for streams and you clip it out and you put it on your YouTube channel. I'm still debating on if I'm going to be doing that coming into 2023. Most likely not because I just don't have the time to edit all that shit. But in fact, I can do it. I've did it before. 
you have to edit this stuff, guys. And you, when you get done with one of these streams, yeah, you can download them, but that also takes time. It's a, it's a process you go through. I don't have editing teams. You know, this is just fucking me. Tom, Dick, and Harry motherfucker here. This is just me. I'm doing this shit, yeah. you know? Yeah, I know people are like, well, let's just clip your shit out. You want to do it for me? Because I don't have the time for that. I really don't because literally, stream's over. After that, I go do other stuff and then you download it. That takes time to download. You ain't got to edit it. You ain't got to clip the parts out. You ain't got to put the intro, the outro. It renders. And you got to throw it up on YouTube. You got to put a thumbnail on it. It's a whole process that it's honestly, it's worth it if you really want to go through that process and grind it out. But for me personally, I, that's just not something I, I, I can do right now. You know, yeah. maybe when I get some more free time, which is probably not possible. Maybe we'll see how it goes. Huh. But uh, the reason why you saw a lot of these teams make law, uh, specific YouTube channels was because, you know, of YouTube itself promoting second channels more, right? Adding like clip channels and other just secondary channels in general. So these orgs made secondary league channels. Now, the reason why the content hasn't been so good is, well, she said, they don't really have a good content strategy to begin with. That's the reason why the content seems to have been lacking. Because like I've always said, why don't just, for Cloud9, why don't just have everything on one Cloud9 channel, you know? Like, you look, you look at TSM, TSM really doesn't have that many other channels outside of the main TSM one, you know? Yep. They don't have, like, a TSM League of Legends channel. I never liked that to begin with. I, I was never a fan of that. They have channels for Apex and Rainbow Six Siege. They do. But that's it. You don't have too many. Like, you don't have all these different channels. Because having all these different channels is more like you're diluting all the whole... You're splitting every single fan base, but you want to get the biggest fan base for each one. Like, I get the idea behind it, but... Honestly, I don't think it was ever going to be the way that these guys were thinking about. You know, they're just trying to, like, monetize their content differently, which is fine. But I don't know. I don't think it's ever actually worked out well at all. I'm just being honest here. Because then you don't upload on your main big channel, though. Because, like, that Cl the Cloud9 main YouTube channel, I haven't seen them upload a video there in, in months, actually. Like, what are they even using the main channel for? Do you use the main channel as a launching pad for the second channels? Because they More haven't did less. that at all. More or less, I believe. Yeah, because they haven't used the main channel in, like, how many months? If you go and look, look at their actual stuff on there, let me see. I want to show you guys an example. Uh, She also said, I mean, this might be not true, I don't know. She said some of the LCS teams bought followers on their secondary channels, or some of their channels, actually. That would be sad and pathetic if they did that. <laughs> That's pretty pathetic if you actually did that, though. Uh... Yeah, right. Oh, that's what they did to the channel. That's what they did. Oh, Lord. Like, I don't see why they don't utilize a channel like this. Teams are always complaining about fucking money and shit. Are you telling me that they can't, like, use this shit? This channel's got 440k subscribers. It, I, I'll say it right now, if I had a 440k subscri like, subscriber channel, you best believe I'm using that shit. Oh, they hell just, yeah. They, 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 they just turned everything into a playlist. That's it. I think that's, I think that's smart in a sense. Instead of like making... Separate channels. Yeah, literally, this doing this idea is fine. Like, why do all these other separate channels? So they have CSGO, which is they're kind of big in. Valorant is big. Halo is big. But why not have all this on one channel, though, and have it all sectioned out differently? So that way, if someone goes, I want to see Valorant stuff, it's right here. I want to see League stuff, it's right here. I want to see, see uh, Halo stuff, it's right here. I don't think creating a second YouTube channel for all this stuff is really worth it. Like... Do they really do Fortnite content like that? Like, is this really needed for a channel? They haven't no, uploaded they here in a year. When's the last time they actually put a video on the channel? 
a literal year ago. It's probably a little more over a year. Yeah, because YouTube's time structure with how that works is wonky too, you know? Yeah. Like the Valorant channel's cool. I, I watch the Valorant stuff. I, I like playing Valorant now too. I do. The Valorant, they, uh, they, they upload more because Valorant is actually an actual competitive game. Fortnite is like, eh, we're, we're competitive if we feel like it. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing. It's like... A lot of these esports don't have the same, like, infrastructure that Riot emphasizes on their game, you know? Because the yeah. only ones that have it are, like, Dota, Apex, Rainbow Six Siege has it, CSGO still has it. Like, all these other ones, like, is Halo going to be something a lot of people are going to be that interested in for a second channel? Like, is... It, I, I love the graphic on this, too. But is this really something you need a uh, whole secondary YouTube channel dedicated to? Come, like I love Cloud Nine, guys. You guys know me. I I love Cloud Nine, but holy shit, some of these content ideas, these decisions have been like really bad. Why not use your main channel? What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> use the main one. God, there's a way big bigger reach. I guarantee you, more people have this in their subscription box than they do that val than they do that um this Halo channel. I I guarantee you that. Do, do they make consistent clips? For the people that, that they have on their content team, do they make consistent clips? No, they don't. They don't even make cons- they, they don't even make consistent clips on our clip channel. See, go back, go back. See, I'm gonna tell you why they stopped doing it. Look at look oh, at gotcha. The, Give me one sec. Give me one sec. Look at the yeah. dip of um in viewers. And a lot of times channels do this. Look, they went from 2K to 20. 2094 to 40 to 1.5 and 94, and then that was the last one. Sometimes they they literally just drop the fuck off, um, too. Mm-hmm. And 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 that's the bad thing about it because what they'll do is they'll look at it like, okay, why is this clip blowing up? Why is this clip not blowing up? You gotta look at okay, what's the actual video because drama sells, like right. And then you had this one where they try to have their they put their Twitch streams on here. This was going for a little bit. This was but, good, and then it was here, and then it's just like it's just it was gone. Like, it was like the issue is, it's like a, a lot of times they they it's like it it works. It's like oh, uh, uh, and I I, I don't want to be one of those guys where I would be like just because because you can't delete this shit. It's because it, it, they would have to because the in order to delete the, delete these channels, you would have to like download all the videos, put them out on your own. Like it's it's they got themselves into just a content mess. That's just all it is. They're in a content, not a content rut. They still get views. Just depends on where your views are allocated at. You yeah. know, like clips. Like who's gonna, who's that interested in Cloud Nine clips? Who's interested in that stuff? Like I, I think people also overrate clip channels too. Like they're not, they're nothing more than just pieces of content from the source. That's it. Yeah, that's all it is. I think clip channels are just really overrated, honestly. Like this is for their Overwatch team, London Spitfire. How much do they make content for this YouTube channel? Oh Damn. man, I why am I not, well, I'm not even surprised actually. But they're not that interested in Valorant. They're Go already, already Go been, back. sorry. No, you good. Because it's like they got 30k viewers. That's not a problem. But like like a lot of times channels they stop. They'll just stop if they look at because they'll look at how many viewers they um how many views they get to how many subscribers they got. And sometimes people will just stop. It's like oh. This, the viewers should be higher. It's like if you constantly post a video every day, you get a thousand views that starts building up. That's why there's some channels on YouTube mm-hmm. that, like, every time you turn around, they're like, 
oh, I'm gonna stop this series because no one's watching it, but it gets it gets fifty thousand views. But <laughs> no, but this one, their channel has one hundred thirty thousand subscribers. Oh, the video should have a hundred thousand uh, views. I'm like, that's not how that works. It, it's yeah, yeah, because a lot of people that that talk like that, they don't they don't even understand how that works. Though you're never gonna get. 100% of your viewer base to watch everything you do. They That's would, most things in general, though. They want at least seven. It's like 70 is hard because what it is. Yeah, 50 is hard. That's half. That's half of the, the people. The issue though. is you got the issue. You know what's is, actually funny? You get most of your viewership actually from outside sources, not even people that are subscribed to you that I've yeah. actually looked into. You, you actually get more viewers from not people subscribed to you than people that are subscribed to you. So when people say, oh, I'm quitting this series because – is not get a lot of views. You have to also assess their subscribers, viewership, what's an app. Because everyone's average is different. My averages are a lot different from other people's. And I understand that, too. And I I, I get it. But it's like yeah. you can't expect your entire viewership base to watch everything you do. Because that's not how people are. Not everyone is going to be interested in every single thing that you do. That's just life in general. Like, that's why when you start a new series, it's always kind of a, a thing where people go, I don't know. That's why you, you don't see a lot of YouTubers start a new series. You just don't. Because they're worried that no one's going to watch. That's just the risk you take, though. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't know. It's one of these things. It's not as this big grand thing like a lot of these content creators make out. It's it's really simple shit when you really break it down. But it's just this is their career, so I can understand it. But then I also don't because if you got 50,000 people watching a video, man, if I had 50,000 people watching all my videos, I could quit my job right now. And I just – Oh, hell yeah. Shit. Like if I knew I had 50,000 viewers – if I knew, if I knew each video I put up, shit, fucking two weeks notice, you get a forty eight hours notice. Like, oh, okay, uh, you put up the schedule. Yeah, no. All right, cool. Today's my last day. Suck my day. Like, I'm not coming back to work. Yeah, like if I had a channel, because they said to live off YouTube, maybe full time. You need hundred k. Let's say if I had hundred k subscribers, hundred k subscribers on average. That's also depending on, on your viewership too. Oh, okay. I mean, like, if I let's say I had like ten thousand subscribers, and each of my videos, not even you guys watching them, I just got literally thirty k views on a video. You think I would work on my job? And I and if I knew I could on average get a consistent thirty k, yeah, I'm I'm literally just gonna quit my job. If Why? I knew each, if I knew each video, like, say if I'm not talking about maxing out. I'm talking like your average base is like thirty. Thirty k, like it's like like. To me, it'd be twenty five. If I knew each video could make, if my average view of like views on a video is twenty five k, like I'm literally typing up a letter, printing it out, putting it in an envelope, <laughs> going to both my jobs, but not at the same time. I'm going to the security job first, like two weeks or not even two weeks. I effective immediately. If I'm I'm literally put, I'm handing my uniform to them, like my day. Restaurant, I'm like, I give you. Have you put out the schedule yet? All right, cool. At the end of the second schedule, because they put out the schedule two weeks in advance. At the end of the second schedule, do not put me on. Um, that 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 Friday, yeah, that's my last day. Boom, I'm not coming back in. <laughs> like, oh, I'm, like even I, I know people don't like this guy from our Yu-Gi-Oh content creator space. DZ, he quit his job. His right when he did that, why nobody plays Chaos Max Dragon video that popped off for him, and he started doing the Why Noble Body X plays bad card thing. And those videos were on average getting like sixty thousand views. His the base minimum of those videos were like twenty k. He quit his job. That's what. That's a lot of money. You guys gotta understand. That's a little bit a lot of money you get actually for those videos. It's just consistently doing it. Now, then again, the only rut you get in is that if you have to make sure your videos pop off like that, 
but then then again, the amount of subscribers you're gonna get from those type of videos alone is gonna also may, may make up the yeah. difference. So if you if your average video gets 20k views, YouTube recommends those videos. Your watch time is gonna cover all that. You're gonna get new subs just off in general because people just like videos like that. Yeah. They subscribe. It's yeah, twenty thousand views. Oh my, my video doesn't hit hundred thousand views. So I gotta quit. Oh no, <laughs> fuck oh, off. First Shut of all, first of all, like, and I remember, and like, I don't want to see you YouTuber's name, but you know who I'm talking about. You, yeah, he's the one. I, I told you he's he's one of the people I watch videos. He's like, oh yeah, this video did only got this many amount of likes. I, I I'm in the chat. No, I'm on the Discord. Like, nigga, if that, if your video, if my video got that many likes. I'm telling the boss to suck my dick tomorrow. Like, what's my dick out? Like, I'm not coming back to work. I'm not. Like, I what? If I knew I could get at least half of what you want on a consistent basis, five days a week. Oh, come on, son. I'm gone. I'm going tomorrow. Plus, I guess I can start selling Yu-Gi-Oh cards more consistently and go to local. Come on, son. Come on, son. The fuck. Like, cause I don't want to say this, but it does kind of sound like some people are, are just literally entitled pieces of shit. Oh, that's, I, how, I, that's how it I comes think, off. I think it's partly entitled, but I think what it is is they they look at how many people are sub to them, and they think they have to hit that number each time. Like, if it was like that, like, but then again, some of my videos go over the amount of like subs I, like I have. But it's like, dude, for I'm you know I got I got a low amount of subs, but the thing is this. That doesn't always happen. It's it's also how much do people actually want to watch a video? It's like sometimes you're, you might have a cool personality, but the shit you're talking about is like eh, eh, it's it's fifty fifty. It's like I know market watches and hit or miss videos are where where is that and discussion videos to a certain degree. It's like and you just have to realize it's it's the same thing with league. It's like you cannot get stuck on. Oh, this video only only got a side of views. It's like if you put out three videos a day, seven days a week, and you do it where the last video and the and the new video are twelve hours apart, YouTube won't like suppress you because you're within. You will always have three videos within a twenty four hour span, and you're good. Like as long as you do it that way, it's like I just wish people would not get so discouraged because. They don't have a knockout, you know, of a video all the time. Sometimes you don't get that. Sometimes you get a consistent flow where it's like, if you make what thirty, if you make twenty-one videos a month, and the views total out eight to ten thousand dollars a month, the fuck? You tell me, you tell me, if I can make eight thousand dollars a month of just doing you, <laughs> suck my dick. I'm going tomorrow. What? I'm, I'm. Shit, matter of fact, I'm man, I might not even go back to work. I might just stop going to work altogether. <laughs> I might just be gone. It's like and that's the biggest thing. Do not get discouraged that you don't have this high number of viewers. Or, you know, oh yeah. Either way. What you also have to factor in during who's watching is the goal isn't to always have a video always peak out and viewers was not really always gonna happen. Your goal is to make sure a good amount of those new viewers that watch you subscribe. Because if you get all those subscribers, those are new people you, that, that you're going to have watch your videos in general. So you have to average out getting people that are just watching that video to subscribe 
then you're going to have a bigger base so you could just make random videos that could just pop off. Like Geekdom 101, he makes random videos about Dragon Ball Z. His subscriber base is so huge, the average video will peak at like probably 30,000 views. That's average. Yeah, that's good. That's what you need. You, you, you need your average to be solid and you need your highest to be uh, peaking out at whatever number you think. But if a motherfucker is complaining about 50,000 views, you can just suck my fat cock. Just shut the fuck up. 50,000 views. Eat my pussy. Like, it's, it's understandable, but you have to realize that a lot of times, like, you're, you might complain about 50,000 views, but then there's someone who, who wishes they could get that. And then, because, like... It's such first world problems, though. <laughs> I need 50,000 yeah. views on a bitch. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, to me, I... I, I tell you right now, if whatever amount of view equates to me making six thousand dollars a month, it's I'm like I mean with all the ads and that, I'm, shit, I'm going tomorrow. Like I'm I'm not I'm not even gonna put it to his note. I'm just gonna stop showing up. <laughs> nigga, nigga, what's five hundred dollars to six thousand? Suck my dick, man. Five hundred dollars to six thousand. Damn, holy shit. I'm just I'm not, I mean like. Five thousand dollars. Uh, I mean, five hundred dollars a week, or six thousand dollars a month. Like, <laughs> all right. Let's go Jeez. to the tier list. I know you got here for the tier list. Don't worry, I got you guys. Uh, this was the one we used. I think. I think last year. I think so. It has everything still saved. A lot more different rankings of last year because different teams. All obviously at the beginning part of this year. So let's do. All right. This tier is uh dog shit. All right, this. Shit, this is the tier right there. This is gonna be a Dale, right? It's double L the apostrophe. They'll do okay. Yeah, it's gonna be like they'll do okay. Right? I think that's where I put it, right? LCS oh, no. playoffs. Almost right. playoffs. That's what we probably do. Almost, Almost playoffs. Playoffs. Fuck is with these, man. I think almost playoffs. Yeah. Um play uh, low seed, high seed. Yeah. Low seed, high seed. No, I'm saying high seed B A. High seed B A. Okay. Or, or no, or, or matter of fact, you could or. I'm just, Dogs. Hold on, me one sec. Am I the right bar? There we go. There we go. Dog okay, shit. We'll, low we'll seed, high seed. Um, I forgot. This one doesn't let let me do the words the way I want to. Okay. I'll this will be like. We'll do good. Good and. We'll and- I want to call top, any LCS team great. That sounds top, top tier. Like pretty much, they'll be the top of the LCS. Yeah, maybe. Yep. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, all right. Now let me pull up the rosters because I think Wulo had them. Oh, yeah. this is gonna be cr- so. I'll say this for the LCS moving forward. I, I hope things get better in terms of everything, in terms of viewership, in terms of you know players who want to play in the league. But you know, you gotta be uh, optimistic about about the shit. I know Freak retired, guys. We'll talk about that later on in the show. That fuck that fucking bastard's gone. That's crazy. Uh oh, people are going with these full Korean coaching staffs. Man, hope this shit works out. I mean, because if it doesn't, oof, that's not good. Here are the LCS rosters right here. All right. So what, what we're gonna do is we're gonna save the big dogs for later. So we're gonna save your EGs, your Cloud Nines, your TLs, your hundred these. These guys are gonna be like toward the very end. The big dogs are here. You guys can't see EG right here. I know it's dark. This is EG right there. Oh, uh, Dignitas, FlyQuest, TSM, TSM, Amaro, CLG, um, and Golden Guardians. So, okay. 
We'll start with Fly Blue Golden Guardi- oh, Golden Guardians. So no, okay, okay, okay. Let's go from who 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 was last last year all the way to Cloud Nine. Cloud Nine won. Let's go. Let's start from that way. Who got last place? Wasn't it? Yeah, Dignitas. Who got last place? It was either it was it was either DRIMT. I got last yeah, place. Yeah, one of them too. All right, Let Golden Guardians was like eighth or seventh. <laughs> imagine getting, imagine all getting all five out of wins. Yeah, all the motherfuckers had like four or five wins. Get up right here. Have it right here for us. <laughs> That's that is borderline pathetic. TSM got in with six wins. Yeah, I, I love how people went. Um, I love how the LCS structure for summer is like, yeah, eight teams make playoffs, and you have to win now BO5s, but you could barely win three games in an 18-round robin. Yeah, eight, eight teams. <sighs> what the fuck? Yeah, it was eight teams, but it's like they could they can barely win it. four games in a regular season, but now you have to win three games in one session each time. <laughs> they could have done it with six because because they, they could have done it with six. You give one or two the um the buy, and mm-hmm. then you go three. You go team liquor versus FlyQuest. You go CLG versus Cloud Nine, and then whoever wins out of those. Yeah. Because to me, I don't like the double elimination only because it 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 kind of waters down how the playoffs are. I I feel like in my opinion, it should it like you should do it like how where it just is. They had best, that before. Best, and to of, me, to me, it should be best of. It should be best of. Is it best of three or best of fives? It's BO fives of playoffs, but they had the single elimination. I like the single ago. elimination better because what it does is it, it's like EG gets the whole field advantage or whatever. They get they always get to pick which side they're on, or or like when they win their game. One hundred seeds is next. All right, well, cool. So do you do value upsets happening? I do value upsets happening. But I think with the double elimination, it kind of takes away a little bit of the buzz because it's like, okay, I I do understand it. But... You get to see more games from these teams, and a lot yeah. of people do want to see more games because you have the because imagine if like, let's say it flies taking on Team Liquid. If FlyQuest beat Team Liquid, like for, from 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 just this past split, right? Is FlyQuest better than Team Liquid though? No, or but they in a, in a best of five, <laughs> anything can happen. It's like yeah, it's true, yeah. Like I, I do understand it because it, it could be FlyQuest beats Team Liquid. Team Liquid is out. Against, they're done. That's it. And then, and then Team Liquid goes into the uh, bottom bracket. It goes Team Liquid versus COD. All right, cool. They, whoever faces comebacks in, and they face the winner of FlyQuest Cloud Nine, or they face the loser. Because be honest here, even when you have lower brackets, because I know the concerns you brought up were the previous concerns with the format. To be fair, in a lot of these lower brackets. The lower tier teams are about as good as you always think. There's really never, to me, been a lower tier team that's ever been that to, good to, to win a the, title. To me, the difference between FlyQuest and Cloud9, last year they both had the same record. I think Cloud9 was ripping up while FlyQuest hit his peak. Was his, what it, was it beat 100 seeds in that upset game? FlyQuest never, never had, like, didn't get any better after that. <laughs> they blew all their load in a, a BO1 regular like, season game. That's some shit. Like, they, they were winning games, but what it, I think what it was, it was one of those where it's like they were winning, but they weren't convincing. Well, the season was the only one that was convincing because they kind of played out to the, uh, you know, to the comp- uh, competition. Team Liquid, to me, was the biggest, uh, biggest choke, in my opinion. No, for sure. Yeah, imagine like, like the the big roster that they built, super team, 
guys, I, I even did the I forgot it in my head. So back in the day, we used to have third place matches. So the equivalent of a third place match is what EG and TL played when Danny got that pentakill. That's the a third place match essentially. But they but it's a third place match that matters in terms of going from the lower bracket into the finals. Yeah. For the world qualification, that's essentially a third place match for who qualifies as a as the third seed for world. So you had they lost in third place matches. They didn't even make finals. They actually lost in third place matches. Yeah. That's even it's actually even more worse when you think about it, which is crazy. Let's go to yeah, let's start with what Chad said. Let's do Dignitas, actually. Dignitas. Dignitas's new roster is Armut, Santorin, Jensen, Spawn, and Ignar. Okay, so Ignar did not play good on IMT, like like at all. He played like shit. Yeah, no, nah, he, he was kind of horrible from from the game I saw. He and he turbo sprinted it. <laughs> Man was doing what that Blitzcrank did last oh, time. Oh, no, please don't talk about that. Blitz. Oh, that motherfucker! It was like every time we had him fucking sitting under your Blitzcrank. Let me do this, motherfucker! Just run and just get. He literally just every time he spawned, snowball and hook die. That's his plan. It's there's, horrible. There's, with that game before when I was playing, oh, no, was that the one I was playing Tarek or was, or was I was gonna be playing Jarvin? Yeah, no, what's the one I was playing Tarek and who was that fucker? Um, oh, Malphite, right? Malphite, oh, Malphite, oh my god, it was just Malphite. <laughs> he would he like ult-, ult after you would, and that doesn't mean anything at that point. No, or the last time he would ult right as I was trying to heal, I was like, no, do not uh, ult. Fuck. And as oh, one time, he just let us die. He literally just let us all die. And then he ulted. I'm like, Ugh. There was that game where you played Jarvan. You had, you had the, you, you did the Cataclysm and Shivana went in. And then we, then I, I Zeri W'd into the wall. That was how you do those combos. That Blitzcrank was smoking some that crack. That Blitzcrank was on the other side. Was, oh, oh my God. That was straight up playing for the enemy team. Holy yeah. shit. Oh so you had Ignar, who I think played pretty bad on imt now the thing here is he was paired with lost who was the worst adc in the league and i'm glad lost doesn't have any team anymore how oh, why, why cloud nine picked up this guy for their academy team knowing that they're not going to play this guy in their main roster is ridiculous but ignore you just have somebody back up just in case ignore played pretty bad i mean i still have hope that he's going to be a decent support like if he can play at his relative peak he's a arguably a top four support spawn Came in so late to the season because Dignitas were having so many roster changes. Oh, yeah. it was so bad. He literally played like a few decent games on Jinx, but there was nothing special. Jensen did not have a great regular season. He ramped up in the playoffs and even ramping up in the playoffs. And I love Jensen, guys. He didn't really play that well. He played okay. He never played to that extent that Cloud9 brought him back for when he was in his heyday on Cloud9. Santorin arguably was the best player on Team Liquid outside of, what, Han Salma in various series. I, yeah. I think Santorin played great. I think they should have kept Santorin, but they want to do their whole full Korean roster. I think Santorin was arguably I think they would have kept the him. I, I, I think they would have kept him, but I think it, it kind of came down to Core JJ, and Core JJ had the power. You saw the videos where they were they were not, not seeing the game eye to eye, actually. Yeah, Santorin, Beersin, uh Oh, fuck. Who else? Uh, Whipple and Hansama. Whipple and Hansama was automatically gone. That, that he, yeah, he, he and Cordelia, they, I don't know what issue they had. They, they, they never clicked. Whipple, I think he was just a casualty of someone who everybody got along with, but he was just a casualty of, yeah, they, 
Somebody's gonna get thrown on the bus. It's not gonna be Bridges. It's not gonna be Santori. It yeah. was Whipple. He got he got completely thrown on the bus. Even though Hasaba has has when when the minute they left, he was gone within forty eight hours. That's that's how much they knew they wasn't keeping him. Yeah, they want yeah, because the thing is Han Solo was really kind of never supposed to be here. Because you know how G G2 was criticized for like fucking selling players to not yeah. bigger rivals. That's a that's the thing too, people understand. And and I I, I can tie, tie this point through. You don't if I have a good player, and let's say I'm a Lakers and Chaz is a Celtics, let's say it's just we're just league. Let's say I have fucking Faker and Faker kind of wants to leave. Why would I sell Faker to Chaz? And that's my biggest rival. Yeah, at the Lakers, uh, at the Lakers, the would never sell players to four teams, right? Even even ever, it was Golden State unless they had to. Boston was a that was a never. You have to sign. You have to leave the team inside San Antonio. Yeah. No, and he. So so when Han Sama popped off at Worlds 2021, Rogue didn't sell Han Sama to another. EU team, Han Sama was supposed to go to G2 earlier this year. That's what it was linked to. But yeah. G2 knew that they weren't going to get Han Sama, so they went with Flacket and Targamas. So Rogue did the same thing that G2 did that G2 gets criticized for, but it's okay because Rogue did it, right? Oh, fucking hypocritical fucks out there. Arma did not play well on Mad Lions all year. He in people saw you just saw Arma at Worlds when he was playing Mordekaiser in those games. Remember he played Mordekaiser in yeah. all those games? That's who he was. He wasn't anything different. That's who he was the whole season. That's who he was. He was pretty, pretty bad. Now I know, I know why people are hyped for this team. I, I think this is a better roster than they had before. I think there's a lot, there's a lot yeah. of improvements here. I think they're gonna be competing with the likes of TSM and the likes of FlyQuest for. Don't take us offensive, guys. Might be about fifth to fourth. I think it's gonna be a really competitive split, honestly. And that's not a knock on Dignitas. It's not personally, but I think that they're going to be competing with the likes of these guys right here. And also, remember, CLG keeps the same roster, so they might also hit the ground running because they have the same players. They're not going to go through maybe huge synergisty synergy issues that other teams with new players have to go through. You know. Yep. So where are you going to place Dig? I think Dig are going to do. I, th- I think they're going to do okay. I think they're. I think if they make it in the playoffs, it's going to be sixty. Yeah, I think Diggle make it in either as a fourth seed or a sixth seed because uh, if Jensen can play as well as he used to, I think they'll do very well. But you can't always bank on that. I mean, and yeah. judging from this year, it's looking like he's going to be the same thing as Bjergsen for a little bit, which is also average to a certain extent. So I, yeah. yeah, Diggle be okay. Let's go to IMT. Oh, great Immortals, great Immortals. Revenge can be a blaze olive tactical and flesh eye. Flushy, flush Revenge was the worst top laner in the league. He had two good games the entire year. Not even in the concession of two weeks, the entire year, from one split to another. When you guys saw that set and that uh, and that uh Camille game from him, yeah, those were his only good games. Yep. He is trash. Wardles against um also bottom tier teams. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, one of them was against Tos, right? Yeah, right. that doesn't already count. <laughs> I was like, I was like, okay, that's. Uh, I, was like, I was like, all right, that's good. But now I started looking at the teams. I'm like, this one. I was like, okay, this might be one of those. I'm good against bad teams, but against good teams, I'm, I'm ass. I'm like, oh shit, that's 
Not good. Oh, good goodness gracious. Because it's – Ken V, you know how people were, like, hyping up Ken V? Because people like to hype up Academy prospects and shit. Yeah. Guys, you have to look, look at a lot of what makes a, a player good in league. Is it them doing it themselves or is it the people around him that's doing good? Because remember, Ken V was on 100 Thieves Academy. And we know 100 Thieves Academy, they have they like to put a lot of good uh, people around their uh, players are bringing up. So was it him playing really good and just being based on what he's doing? Or is it based off the team around him and the coaching staff, right? Because when he was playing by himself, when we saw his – I'm talking about just his gameplay alone. His gameplay was atrocious. It looked like he had no idea what he was doing on the map at all. Exactly. Those Lee Sin games were some, some bottom tier shit right there. That was trash. That was yeah, because I just viewed him. I'm sitting there. I'm, 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 I'm not like, like, is this the guy that everyone's hyping up? This is the guy that everyone's hyping up? He's not good. That's how yeah. sad our league is. Hyping up bottom of the barrel players like that. <laughs> What's pathetic? Oh Lord, um, a Blaze Olive. I think actually had a good year. I think he had a great year overall. He was at least arguably top four. I think he massively stepped up this year. Can he keep that same form coming into this year? It's always a question you got to ask yourself. You know, yeah, he's gonna have to if, if this team wants to do anything in the league. Let's be honest here. IMT aren't doing anything in the league. <laughs> that's, just, that's not gonna happen. Like, I could see a world where IMT start like three and zero, and the people are going, "Yeah, IMT is gonna make the finals." Weeks pass and weeks pass. Oh, IMT's ninth. Man, who could have thought that? <laughs> it's like what? Yeah, because why would they not be ninth? Because it's IMT. Um, tactical was on TSM. A lot of issues with tactical for TSM. His positioning was so bad. He's he definitely didn't have a great year himself. I I think this is just so tactical can stay in the league. I think tactical will end up bouncing around these bottom tier teams because I think he had a shot on the bigger orgs like Team Liquid and TSM. And I just don't think he's gonna be that good of an ADC. He's like just, he is like a middle of the pack ADC. Just being honest, yeah. that's all he really is. Where what 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 about you, man? What do you think about IMT? I think IMT is going to be. I've I've seen a few tactical games. I think TSM as a whole last year they 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 underachieved so bad and they but the issue is like because their record they what where they yeah they were six and twelve and got to the fucking playoff only because at, the teams the, below at, them were just that much worse. Plus the LCS wanted to do like the top eight teams. In playoffs, it's like yeah, yeah. Summer is eight teams, and in spring it's just six. I think, actually. I think, I think LCS need to do six for both. Right, uh, right. That's what I want. I, I like because they used to do that though. They used to do that, but they were like, we gotta make more playoff spots because sponsors like when the teams. I rather, I rather, investment. I rather, I rather them do top six team and do double eliminations because right. You put because you might as well just have all 10 teams in the playoffs and just say, All right, cool, everybody just beat up on Dick and Tom and Immortals again. It's like, What the? F- it's, it's, and, and the thing is, too, I don't think TSM like is completely trash this year. They might, they're going to me, they're going to be worse than last year, in my opinion. Really, that's a hot take. I think, and what I mean, worth it, they might be five or 13, but they're still gonna, they're mm-hmm. still gonna be in that seven, eight spot. I don't see them getting any higher. From, yeah, I can see that. Let's like, see. Because the other other thing, thing to consider, guys, is a lot of these teams, at least the ones that were considered bottom tier, like last split, 
definitely up their game. Dig definitely up their game with the players. FlyQuest definitely up yeah. their game with their players. TSM kind of up their game Fly, with some of the players. I, I think I think with FlyQuest they just like their chemistry just like FlyQuest are like you know what if we ever want to maybe win a title we're gonna have to buy some good players. You know? like, <laughs> Let's see. Yeah. Give me a second. Let me hit checkout on this KFC order. Wait, do I want nacho fries or do I want KFC? Motherfucker, wait no. Wait a second. Wait a second. Is your KFC also a Taco Bell? No, 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 no. It's actually right next to each other. It's literally just a two-second walk across the street, actually. Oh, shit. I'm, I'm just going to... Uh, do I want KFC or do I want nacho fries? Now I want KFC. Trust I'm, me, I'm, I'm black. I'm, I want chicken. If I was you and, and, and I had a car, my fat ass would get both. I would get nacho fries or Taco Bell and then just go get fried chicken from KFC. When, when did KFC get so expensive? I don't know what, what oh, that happened. No, that's everything. Everything got expensive Every, with the inflation. Oh, oh yeah. Everything got like, dude. I remember I could get a, a four piece for eight ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Eight ninety nine. Now that motherfucker is fourteen bucks. I'm like, shit. Damn. Let me see if these discount codes work. Nope, they didn't do any discount codes because they just confirmed my order. Okay, I guess that's how it works. Whatever, I guess. <laughs> All yeah. right, so IMT. Uh, now nah, dog shit. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. This team sucks. It's gonna do so bad. Tactical? Are you serious? Like, he had some standout games. He did, but his positioning is, is so awful. They have the worst top laner. They have the worst jungle top duo in the league with these two. Arguably, you could say. Revenge yeah. and Kenvy. You serious? <sighs> The same pe- the same two players that you opted into going into in the season, they're like, we're all built on Ken V, all this stuff in revenge. Yeah. We're all built in re- we 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 want to build around revenge. Building around revenge gets you four and fourteen in the league. You know what it gets think- you in some you want to get, get you in spring? Getting with revenge? Let me show you. Five okay. and thirteen. Okay, okay, it's spring. Real quick, go back down. Because I yeah. want to see how they did in spring as well. Um all right, the teams is break because because okay, that's me. Also, I want to make sure I lay, lay, lay this content out for you since you don't watch spring. There was literally four weeks of gameplay where this team was getting no. So, sorry, go ahead. Wrong split. My bad. Disrupt everything okay. I just said. Okay, okay, because I'm looking at okay. T Liquid's number one is break. It fell all the way the fuck off in summer or right, Cloud Nine. This was also because Cloud Nine lost some very crucial games in Week Nine, and that's why TL got the boost to first place. Okay, 100 seeds. Okay, 100 seeds. The only team I saw that was consistent. They were ramping and, up. This was when they were started to. They started to peak in their ceiling again. Okay, actually. evil evil geniuses stepped all the way the fuck up. They, Not really. They actually barely made it in because there was a lot of tiebreakers. No, there. no, no. I'm saying for spring the summer because evil okay, geniuses. Yeah. yeah. But, okay. Okay. The way I look at it is okay. How they look at spring to how they look at summer. Yeah, CLG, coming from almost not because they almost missed playoff. They almost actually didn't make playoffs for how CLG, bad their record was. CLG got a lot better. TSM only gained one win. <laughs> FlyQuest, I think, I think no, FlyQuest was FlyQuest. I think they got a little better. Evil Evil Geniuses got better. Team Liquid got worse. Cloud Nine got a lot worse. Oh. Uh, but yeah, they spring the summer, yeah. But it's like, but they, but I feel like I think the the slide for them, and then they carried right back up during playoffs is, it's kind of like the thing that they needed. I think as long as they got it, yeah. Presser Dark, what's up, man? How you doing, brother? How you been doing, man? 
Okay. okay. Uh, that, so that's just my opinions right now on Dig. Like, to wrap up for Dig, I think it'll be a solid team. But looking at from their recent performances, everyone's just going off name value on this team. If you just look at the recent performances from these players, you're looking at it and going, oh, that's probably the reason why they're not going to do too well. I, they might. They, they, they could be a surprise good playoff team. I could give them that. That that is not a team you go into playoffs going. I'm just gonna just stop this team. Like I think team. I think I think Diggs gonna struggle as Brennan, and if they keep the same roster going to summer summer, they'll make it because it's if, eight. But if IMT are in playoffs, uh, get out of the league. I, if IMT make playoffs, I want every team to sell their slots and leave because that's when you know this shit has hit the fan bad. Yep. <laughs> Next team is going to be Golden Guardians. They oh, have. Yeah. Licorice River Gory Sticks ain't who he. So they replaced a Blaze Olive with Gory, who was on FPX, and they have Stixay, who is a dog shit AC. Don't know how he's still on teams. Don't know how he still he gets teams. This man this, is literally, I don't know, what's the meme of the old man with the cane and he still walks around? I love the young people. <laughs> oh, oh, oh Jesus. Stixay is one of the worst ADCs in the league. How is this guy even still on any org, no matter what? <laughs> I think this might be the worst team of the year. Go to go to Guardians. Licorice, he, I love Licorice, guys. He went from being the best top laner at one point to he go ahead. He he to this. I'm, I'm telling you right now because I see some stick say games from what uh, you and Sean sent me. It's bad, isn't it? It's bad. Plus, plus you got who he has your support. Oh Jesus! Oh God, that's either that <laughs> either either that's a match made in heaven or that bot lane is gonna be what kills the team. Like it's either that's that the bot lane, the eighty carrier support for go to guard is either what's gonna make this team like mediocre or it's gonna be the reason why go to guard might 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 go O eighteen. <laughs> and and I'm not being like that's saying no. I'll get say, at least some wins. They'll get I'll, at least two. I'll at say, least yeah, two. I'll say I'll say they'll get at least three wins. But it's gonna be it's gonna be there's gonna be an upset where where they might be like a CLG or something. Because this you gotta factor in this these five wins are not as lucrative as you might think. Let's so they went zero two one one zero two two and zero over Dignitas zero two zero two. They went I'm pretty sure that's zero two. I don't know why 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 that's edged out. They went one and oh that, that's against them. So that, that doesn't count. So yeah, they went yeah that's them. One and one zero two. One they, and one. They beat TSM one time. They beat uh, go to guard. No, sorry, no. That's they beat uh, IMT and TSM IMT. and Cloud Nine. That is the bad. only team that they two owed was uh someone that was time. actually worse than them. Fact isn't guys. They only two owed a team that was just worse than them. And then Immortal, they they broke even with them. And Cloud Nine, they broke even, but that was Cloud Nine at the lowest. Uh, fifth place. Yeah, twenty seven percent win average, and this is from a team. That had you you could say uh, not better players, but worse chemistry. I don't know, man. It's I, I also think Licorice he can still carry games. Like he's not an incompetent top laner. You saw the games; he was playing fine, relatively. But when you're on a bottom tier team like this, you can't really do anything. River, I think, came in so late because River was on Go- Golden Guardian so late. They bought him like week eight. They paid like a shitload of money to dig for River. Because they needed to just change up their roster, probably because scrims yeah. aren't working or whatever. So I can't really blame River for that. But River, throughout the whole year, he's only really ever had exceptional games on like Jarvan. 
and I think it was another champion too. Other than that, River's not been really that good himself. Oh, they they announced the live My Hero, My Hero Academia movie. Oh and, gosh, that, uh, that's that's all bad. That already just sounds like a wash. Nope. <laughs> That sounds like dog shit. Oh, but no. <laughs> you know what? We imagine these companies. We could make more animated My Hero Academia movies, but no, we're gonna make a live action one. Some great thinking right there. <sighs> live anime shit stinks. Anything that has live action to anime, I automatically just don't watch. I write off. I'm I'm gonna watch yep. that trash. But uh, for Golden Guardians. Yeah, they're sticking with dog shit. I think they might be better than IMT. I think they're. I think they just have a bit of better players on their team. I think like Licorice is better than Revenge. Rivers better than Kenvi. They just have a bit better players. That's it. Who he's definitely gonna be better than at least Flesh Eye. Where the fuck this dude is? <laughs> you know. All right, let's go to what did Chaz want? TSM. Ooh, TSM. Yeah, TSM. Let's go TSM. All right. Um. I will play, Their uh, roster is Solo, Boogie, Maple, Neo, Chime. Solo was okay. Yeah, he was middle of the pack. I've barely seen Boogie play. I've seen some games from him. I've he played him in play. that. He played in that uh, Mexican league. <laughs> the yeah, LA, <laughs> that's the same league that TSM took that player Mia from. Played Mia and then benched him after three weeks into Academy. So TSM, this great thinking org, are like, you know what? We sucked in spring. Let's go buy a new support, play him for three weeks, fail with him, put him in Academy, then get rid of him. Great thinking, TSM. You you, you, you played yourself. And then they're like, you know what? We got Mia from that league. There's another player in that league called Boogie. We got to get that guy. Wait a minute. That's not the same league you just took a player from. Did you bench in three weeks? Good job. Yeah. Good job. Maple, I thought was good. I think people kind of ha- are sleeping on maple i think he played good honestly yeah i think he played just as well as he probably could neo was good on dignitas when he was on there i i think neo's been a solid adc and chime chime's got some potential i just don't think this roster is going to be doing anything like people think tsm isn't going to be winning titles for a long time guys yep <laughs> I, I like i, I like kind of like I, this roster a bit better than I, last year's but i think being well up to the day it'd be bad I think they're gonna be mid as hell. They're gonna they're gonna live in that six to eight range. That's what I'm thinking too. Like they're gonna be borderline, maybe playoffs outside of playoffs. They they won't do good as break, but I think summer is where they you know ramp up. Okay, so TS yeah, that's that's because there's nothing else I can really say about them. They have very mediocre players and some players with huge upsides to them. But what is the average floor for this team? It just kind of looks like they got a ragtag roster because no one really wanted to join. That's what, that's kind of what it feels like to me. All right, let's go to FlyQuest. FlyQuest's yeah. roster is Impact, Spica, Vikla, Prince, Ayla. That's pretty fucking good. Yeah. Impact, one of the most veteran, best top laners in the league. Yeah. Just won a title this year. Everyone's like, Impact's old, Impact's old. He just won a title this year. Yep. <laughs> Impact's old. He can't do it anymore. Just went to MSI. Just went to Worlds. Just won a title. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it doesn't really matter how old you are, as long as you're still good. Uh, Spica, he was okay on TSM this year. I think people kind of overrated him a little bit. Yeah. I don't think it was that good. He was okay. Vikla was pretty solid on KT Rolster in the LCK. Prince is one of the best AD carries in the LCK. 
He was even better than Guma Yusi. That guy that you saw at Worlds, everyone, uh, Guma Yusi, Prince was better than that guy in the LCK. He didn't yeah. make Worlds because his team fell apart because his team was trash. I'll set a closer. Ayla was on Teal Academy. Very good player that I saw for the little bit of games that I saw of him. Now, the thing here with Ayla is a lot of people like this guy for the, for the, for the little bit of games you saw out of him. But what's he like in a full split, though? Because a lot of players yeah. do that in a lot of leagues. You'll see a guy come in randomly, do very well, and then they kind of like have these eyes on him now. But yeah. I want to see these players in full splits. So it's happened with the NBA. It's happened with uh, the NFL. All these sports leagues. A player will just come in, do very well under little sample sizes, and then everyone goes, that guy's really good. Why doesn't that guy have a team? Well, there's a reason for that usually. Might actually be that good. He came in at a time where, you know, the floor is so low that anything that is better is just going to look good by default. So yeah. for FlyQuest, personally, I think they have a strong roster here. The problem here with this roster is I think it's it's going to be a mishmash of styles. I'm, I don't really know what style this team is going for. Impact, weak side, speaker, ganking, Vic. Because the thing with Prince is Prince was an AD carry you put all your resources into. It's going to be basically just the Prince show. Is that really what this team is going to be about? If that's what the team is going to be about, I like that idea, actually. I'm going to put them actually as good. I think they're actually going to be good. They might be okay, but I think they're going to be good. Yeah. All right. Let's go to uh, Cloud9. All right. Cloud9's roster is literally the same. They just have Diplex. Yep. They're the same roster. It's Fudge, Blabber, Diplex, Berserkers, Vin. Um, <laughs> I don't know why people suddenly have been overhyping Zen as a, a support. He's not that good of a, a support. He just isn't. This Cloud9 roster, even if you discount Diplex, didn't do that well in the regular season. They just kind of didn't. They had very, very questionable games. It looked very bad in a lot of the games, too. The yeah. good games that they did play good were good, but they didn't really do anything that great in the regular they, season. They played down to the competition a lot of times, and that's why it, like, fucked them because they did it because they started doing it again in the playoffs. Just luckily, the team they were playing had their own issues where Cloud9 was able to, like, ramp up. Cloud9 never had any internal issues where they were like, all right, we – we don't like each other. It's like, all right, cool. Yeah, they you know, were like, okay, we 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 don't really have an identity as a team, but they were like, we'll just kind of figure that out as the season goes. And that's what they <laughs> did. It's like they, due to them just coming together at that time, mm -hmm. they were able to ramp up while other teams were peaking. Like, well, how did you see peak right when they started facing EG the second time without without Danny? That's what well, how you see peak. Like Cloud Nine, they they they. they no matter what, they were going to win the LCS once they got to the final. Because they had right, two yeah. teams that were broken. One didn't have an 80 carry anymore. They had to bring up a new one. And 100 seeds was 100 seeds. And that was the same. It's like, because even if they would have fought Team Liquid, that, that was another whole other shit show. That's <laughs> fine. I, I believe them put a dead place. Uh, that might be a. I think. I think. I mean, just from what they've said, if you watch the video that everyone's probably watched so far, the yeah. League of Legends video that, that they put out, them talking about why they got rid of Jensen, they didn't really want to get rid of Jensen because they just didn't think he was that good. It was a money issue. They're like, oh, yeah. Jack, look at the contracts. And he was like, wow, that's probably not going to work because Jensen is a not just a veteran player, a well-accomplished player, and his contract being that big and lucrative from all of his accomplishments just in the LCS alone, um, yeah, that's going to cost you a lot of money. Jensen kind of only came on Cloud9 for a cheaper deal because – he had he wanted to play in a team, 
right? So he probably took less money just to play on Cloud9 in the summer. But going into the spring, when you're a free, when you're trying to test out the free agency, you're not going to money, Cloud, obviously. Like, what I think Cloud9 should have done is pay a little more to that. That they could have secured him for at least this year. Or just, like, or just at least spring coming up, at yeah. least. Because yeah. from what they've even just what they've said, I mean, maybe they're maybe they're fucking with me. Maybe they're they're just joking because I like to joke a lot. They didn't really want to get rid of Jensen, which is also kind of scary because Jensen played kind of bad in the summer too, which is also another argument too. If they believe in this guy, I mean, Cloud Nine's always had this thing where they believe in someone they, that no one else does, and they do very well with him. But they knew why had. they got Jensen because they because their thing was it, it's kind of like with the fucking uh, who's the team uh, the ninety nine Knicks or the. Uh, I can't remember the other. There, oh, the, the 2010 Green Bay Packers. If we get to the playoffs, we know we can fucking win. And that's what they did. They mm-hmm. they, they got in the playoffs as a sixth seed. No, sorry. Sorry, fifth seed. They they got into the playoffs as a fifth seed. And they they did enough damage that they could win. That's what Cloud9 right. did. They, they got in as a fifth seed, knowing who they had to go against. And like, all right, cool. We could beat these teams. And, and that's what he did. Like, Because the thing here is Fudge, pretty solid top laner for LCS standards. Blabber's pretty good jungler for LCS standards, at least. Yeah. Berserker was, what, best ADC in the league? I think they have the best yeah. ADC in the league. Zen is not as good as everyone's saying, but if Berserker just wants to play with Zen, because the thing here that a lot of these rosters that run most of the rosters back from winning titles have as an issue is winning the title potentially kind of like erases maybe having issues because winning cures everything that's just the saying right so now this roster is going to go through a full year of maybe other issues that didn't come up because they won summer edg went through the same thing when they won worlds a lot of teams go through this when you keep the same roster you go through other potential issues under these went through the same thing actually they won they had issues throughout the entire year i hope it's not a Cloud9 makes back-to-back finals and then loses both of them. I would that, that, that'd crush me. I'd be like, God damn, we fucking suck. But it's happening years ago, and I'm ready for it. Shit, sure, have been this year with 100 C's. Like, imagine making the final. That's crazy because in spring, they should. They were actually the favorite to win that series. That's the crazy thing. You can be always be the favorite and, and not win. That's why. That's the biggest issue. It's like a lot of times it's like if if, if a team gets hyped to win. Mm-hmm. Cloud nine, where we, I'm putting them. I think they'll actually do good. I'm, I'm not saying they're going to be bad. I just have concerns with other issues that have followed similar situations like this. I've seen similar situations like this for a very, very long time watching this. But to be fair, I think they'll still do good. Amazing is a stretch right at the moment. I, I say yeah, I say they'll be good. All right, so let's do who's CLG, next? CLG's there. Oh fuck. Okay, give me a sec. I'm, that's my black people chicken. Think it did you just order that like ten minutes ago? Get my black on. Did you just order that like 10 minutes ago? No, no, I thought it was at the door already. Oh. All right. <sighs> LCS rankings and KFC. Can't name a bad better night. And I got my two days off this week. It's looking good. You. But then we got uh, holidays coming up too. Uh, nah, trust me. Depending on how this meeting goes on Wednesday, I might have the weekends off. That'd be nice. 
Yeah. Yeah, I wish I had weekends off. That's a dream. Nah, All trust, right. Trust me. Trust me, because she was like, would you rather work Wednesdays or Saturday? And I, I kind of told her Wednesdays. So I was like, I'd rather, if I could, I, I, I would just work for the clothes Monday through Friday. Half Saturday and Sunday off? What? You know what I mean? I could go to locals, my Pokemon local Saturday, come home. Like, do, do I gotta do Saturday? Like, like, I'll, like I watch, I'll, like I watch the MSK show, but I'll probably be like having it in the background while I like I play testing for Sunday when I go to locals. I'm like, you tell me I can finally go to locals. Oh, like, Saturday, if you find some Saturdays off, you can watch the L- LCS. Oh hell yeah! Too. Oh yeah! No, would the LCS be on the weekdays now? Oh, we don't know yet. That's the thing. Ah, that's the problem. Yeah, that's true. I hope they announce that first. I, I would like to know because if it's on the weekdays, I would love to just schedule a day where me and James go out there and to the LCS. But uh, you see some hot yeah. girls. We're, we're going to be there and Lena's going to be sitting alone. I'm like, yo, you know, your boyfriend's up there. You want to solve, solve on this knob for a little bit? He's, he's stupid. <laughs> get, get yourself kicked out. Now, my <laughs> Literally thing is, just thrown out. No, my, no, my thing is, if I see Ali May there, I'm, I'm definitely going to try to fuck. Holy shit. Let's go to CLG and CLG. Same thing with Cloud9, guys. Same thing. They'll be they okay. The entire roster. I think they'll be okay. I think this roster surprised. And I did like what they put together, though. But that's all problems with but. I think they really only did as well as they did because the other teams were honestly that much worse. Cloud9 underperforming. FlyQuest kind of performing Wait, worse, CLG, maybe I think, better. I think CLG got a crucial win at the end. That put them to eleven seven. Were they were they at one point of nine and seven, and they were but they were behind. They had some two zeros. They had some two zeros, but it was a lot of one ones too. It was a mixture of two zeros and one ones. They had a good split like, overall. Yeah, they got clapped by the hundred C. They they tied they tied every team that was better than them in a sense. Yeah, except for TSM, like Flying Quest. They they ended up having a slightly better record. TSM, I don't know how they. Tied with them, they only no. Look at the only two, the three teams they tied like they too old were teams everybody should have too old. Yeah, yeah, because that, that's also my my thing with CLG is they did well against the teams that, that you know they should, but against the teams that are playoff caliber, they went one and one with. Yeah, they never. And, and I mean, they they played well in the game. I'm not saying like I, I think Powerfox played team well. The only old two that was e- Evil Genius, and that makes sense. Like, I think for CLG, I think Dokla kind of played well this split. Kind of, I guess. Okay, Contracts Dokla. played well, I guess. He had, oh, he had, he had a pretty good split, all things considered. Palfox looked good. I think Luger looked great. I think they, they have a strong team, and I wanted this for them. I actually wanted them to keep their roster together. Because, I mean, they said they looked into other potential options. But, guys, when people usually say that in league, that means other players don't want to join. That's literally code for other than want to yeah, join. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> Like, like we did have a chance to sign up, but they weren't interested. Like we were interested in them, but they weren't interested in us. Yeah, I, I, yeah. That's that's the lingo you're gonna start hearing more, more, more. Uh, CLG, I think they'll do okay. Cause like with the roster like this, they got fourth. Yes, I think this is gonna be a team that's like a limit test. If you're better better than CLG, you'll probably make the playoffs. But I think they have a good roster this time yeah, around. CLG will be in the middle. I think they'll I think they'll make the playoffs, but you should not be surprised that they don't do well. But you should not be also surprised that they make playoffs because yeah. 
Team Liquid. Ooh, Team Liquid with the all Korean roster. I, Team Liquid I'll have say Summit, Piosik, Harry, Yeon, and Core JJ. Now, you remember that spring split that we were just talking about a while ago? Yeah. Summit was the pfft. go go watch some of his games. You, you disgusting. This guy was the best player in the league. This guy was insane. Like, this guy is competing again. This guy's gonna be arguably the best top laner. Piosik, he won worlds. Yeah, okay. He won worlds, guys. I, I'm glad he did. But that guy had some suspect games. <laughs> he 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 won worlds, but don't but don't say he was but but do not put it as the best. He was not he was not the best juggler. He was just a, he was just a juggler on the best team or the on the team that won. If people compare this guy to Canyon, take unplug the computer and throw that shit in the trash. <laughs> and then guess what? Throw yourself out the window and say, like, the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that's bad. And, and, and I'm not saying or some guy that. Read it. Some guy on Reddit, he was like, but dude, Peelsick won Worlds and Kenyon didn't. Okay, I'm logging off. I'm done. <laughs> you know it's a team fucking sport. You, Kenyon can't beat the Peelsick in jungle, but the rest of the team didn't do as well. Like, you're saying, oh, but Kenyon lost to Peel. No, Kenyon Kenyon lost to Gen.G. Yeah, Kenyon was also one of the reasons why they almost beat Gen.G too. <laughs> what? Like, uh, I mean, I like Peelsick. I think he's fine. I think he's is he a downgrade to Centaurin? I think Centaurin played well for Team Liquid, honestly. I don't think that's a downgrade no, at all, honestly. I think I think anytime you take someone from a different league that has has a higher record, I I don't think it's I think it's an upgrade, but for what this team is structured like, it's better. Yeah. Harry, uh, check 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 the channel out. I actually talked to Harry a long long time ago, back when he was still in Australia. So I, I always wanted him to get a team. He finally has a team. I've seen him in an academy. I've been watching his games from time to time. He's a good player, but smurfing on academy, what does that really mean, though? Like, he smurfs in academy. That's great. I'm glad for him. I talked to this guy. I know this guy kind of somewhat. He finally has a team. Oh, he might actually be the weakest part about why, why this team doesn't do so well. Yeah. I don't know. I hope he does well. I mean, I, I've talked to other players that have been in the league too. Like a triple who is – I got to get him on the show too. I want to talk to him after a while. Yeon, him and Ayla played fine for Teal Academy. They were smurfing in Academy too. But this is the big boy leagues now. This is no more like smurfing in Academy don't mean shit, you know? Smurfing in Academy basically means like if you, I don't know, a gold player playing up against a bunch of bronze, that doesn't mean shit, you know? Exactly. Um, Yeon, I think is good. I think these are good players though. Core JJ – not as good as everyone keeps saying from like the past recent splits. Like he's definitely not been as good as he once was, but he's still yeah. a good player. The problem here is if you look at the past split that he was on with Team Liquid, ooh, you're like, yikes, that's looking kind of rough. But maybe this is the roster you to finally get him to be unlocked again. It's all uh, it's all the Korean speaking, and we we know the thing about Korean League of Legends is the thing that they all like being on the same page. Well, it's a Korean coaching staff, all Korean players. Okay, <laughs> so. If any issues arise, it's going to be something that they're going to be hopefully able to fix easier. But where does Team Liquid land? This might actually be a dark horse to win the whole thing, potentially. I think I think they're my dark horse to win the whole thing. Really? A dark horse, motherfucker? Really? Ha, Team Liquid, dark horse. Yep. I don't like you. Ugh, shit. Dark horse with Katy Perry riding on top. Katy Perry's pretty hot, actually. Uh... The only reason why they may maybe not might be able to win is Harry. I'm not saying Harry's gonna be bad. 
if Harry is not a good mid laner for them, that is kind of what's going to be the detrimental part to them. Yeah. But if he can be someone like, let's say, like Bjergsen, that's pretty good. That'll be fine. You know? You don't always have to be the best player on your team to win. So team game in general. Who do you think uh, T-Liquid have to be the best player? Summit and Piosic, most okay. likely sure. Because Core JJ, I think being with Yeon is going to be better for him than having Han Sama. Yeah. I think if Piosic can effectively gank as well as he did on DRX for these players, it's going to be beneficial to them. Also, they're going to be more, more, more or less so a topside focused team with Summit. Because why, yeah. why would you not? I mean, Summit could generate his own resources and advantages anyway. Like, Summit is going to generate his own advantages just fine. So, Piosic can go down bot more because we know Core JJ wanted it to be a bot focused team for the TL Super team that didn't work out. I think Piosic will be more receptive of going down the bot lane if Core JJ is asking for that. You know, this roster, I think it's going to do very well, actually. I think, on public opinion, I think they're going to be amazing, actually. Just for spring. I don't know how, yeah. I, I just see how spring plays out for it, but I think just for spring. This might they might actually make the finals, given how maybe the LCS might actually look. Maybe. All right. Um, who's next? Sorry, that's Vin Diesel outside. All right. Do you, anything you want to say about Team Liquid more? No, I I, I truly believe with Team Liquid. It, this break is going to be rocky. I think what if they make it to MSI, I think that's where they'll start ramping up and they'll be they'll be a lot stronger for um, summer. Yeah, that's one my my thing too. I think this is a roster where if it's a roster in playoffs, who that's not a team you want to face. If you face this roster first round in playoffs, I'm, you might be looking at already going to the lower bracket. I'm like, okay, I'm going to the lower bracket already. Just get me already yeah. ready for that. Next team is going to be 100 Thieves. Their roster is Tenacity, Closer, Bjergsen, Doublelift, and Busio. Where do we even start? I put There's so good. many angles. There's so many angles to take this. I must I will still put them as good, but um because I, I've been watching their academy games. Tenacity and Busia are the two best players I've seen from that team, but right, right. But it's but like, the same okay. thing we said with Team Liquid. Smurfing at Academy is how yeah. far does that really stretch you out? You know? And I I think these I think these moves were these moves are still these moves are confusing for me because I Partly feel that these were for content creation more than like league moves, in my sense, because they could have got a. I'm not saying a better AD carry, but from what I've seen of double lift over in Korea, it seems like Busio is what is 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 probably the right support for double lift because double lift is kind of rusty. We like from the games I've seen. He is rusty. Same thing with Bjergsen. It's the same thing I saw with Bjergsen the last year. The difference, I think, yeah, I think with this year, Bjergsen has it the year under his belt. I think competitive play because yeah, Double Up never stopped playing. He just was not playing competitive. And that's a whole mm-hmm. never. That's like yeah. playing. <laughs> that's like playing basketball in the park and then playing basketball against other NBA players. It's like you might stoop. Oh, I never stopped playing basketball, but you never you weren't playing competitively. It's like you. With Yu-Gi-Oh, you just don't get back in. You go need repetition. I think right now, 100 C's are at the point where I remember that that whole little video they did. Oh, we could, no, spring. I I I think they'll still make playoffs in spring because I think they have enough power to do it. But Beardson and Dolan might be their weakest links. 
like first break. I think <laughs> it'll it'll start picking up once summer hits. I uh, there's so many issues that I have. It's not even really just basically I don't like this org at all. I think they've actually been the biggest surprise in the org since they've joined. It's plus, 2018. My plus, issue I, here automatically yeah. is starting with someday. People, if you don't, if you haven't been watching very long, someday has done so much for these people, so much for this org that you're going into this offseason. He'll be a guy. I don't care how much money he's asking for. I'd resign that guy. You I don't know? think they was ever going to resign him. That's I, the pro- and that's a problem. That's a huge issue. I think. I think. I think if they couldn't get Beardsley to double up, I think Wallace sees would have went all four of them. I think they would have brought every academy player except the juggler. I think. Right. They're. They're. They, they were always. Uh. The on the mind. They was always going to keep closer. That was the number one cigarette. All right, we're gonna keep close. The fact that there were even rumors of them considering Speaker d- disgusting. Speaker was pretty much to see how much closer was. I think I think Speaker was one of those we could put Speaker in our academy. I was like, nah, that that won't work. That was a that was a bluff. That was a bluff, and I think they knew they were going. I think I think it was too. It was a it was a um, it was a um, what's the word? It was a shirt. It was like we're we're not losing both. We're not losing both someday. I I think they knew they had to lose one of them. They could they could keep both. Plus they like how tenacity. I think they 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 were invested more in how tenacity was. Plus how he gets along with the other people on a hundred seed. Like because the issue with the hundred seed is they want to win, but they also want to do content creation. It's kind of it's it's kind of like the team that's good enough to win, but they also what content it's like ugh. and you, you get stuck in that range because no matter what the content would like the content will always carry over because even if 100 seeds don't win they still have content oh we came up short but we'll we'll get them again in, in the summertime it's like all right cool you got double up that's making videos mm-hmm. who's the guy that he made videos with uh, oh no who's the guy he made uh he was in the video with uh in that um uh, 100 seeds video the guy that was sitting next to him Oh, uh, Medios. Medios, yeah. There's, there's yeah. A... Medios also was on 100 Thieves at one point. That's a whole another story I'll go over later on. <laughs> that was bad back in the day. Oh god, the story behind that is disgusting. Um, okay, here's how it goes for me. I don't think it was someday. That's gonna hurt them so hard. And I think this might be a situation of they might even want him back if the year doesn't go well for them. I could see a world where they actually ask for him back at the end of next year. So when the oh, you know, definitely. So when the 2023 offseason starts after Worlds of next year is over, I could see a world where you hear rumors that they want to get someday back. I think the value this guy brought to this org, the amount of great years he had for them, whatever this guy's asking for his contract, I don't care if you're having budget cuts. I don't give a fuck. Why not keep him? I don't think it was budget cuts. Was, was, I think was they maybe just want to go a different direction. That's fine. Maybe Double and Bjergsen, they want to play with someday. And I, that's everything. I think they – I think that's an also, L. I think also they wanted to bring up their academy plays a little too much. I think that was the that was the driving force. They, they and I I can respect that to a certain extent. Of they if finally they're doing something with their academy that they always they always talk about our academy this or academy but that. The okay, we'll is, but they're sac- but they're sacrificing the main team by bringing up these academy plays. It's like is tenacity better than someday? Will never happen. Less uh, like that was <laughs> for a the lack of better words, never. <laughs> that was a rhetorical question for for League of Legends. No, for content creation, maybe he has to. He has. He kind of looks like Vinny Hacker. He looks like a, like a brunette version of Vinny Hacker. I think the, the spring 
Spring slash MSI is going to tell us where we'll have to see his directions going. If you see a lot of videos with Yasuo talking, you know, oh, I'm, I'm today it's going to be me versus Tenacity and this, this, and this, you know, because we'll have to see that they're doing content creation and league moves at the same time. It is, it is dangerous because one of them is going to succeed, the other one's going to like have to falter. And I'm, I got a bad feeling it's going to be the League of Legends, the, the LOL uh, part of it that's going to falter. Because cause it's like, even though someday was it at, like, you know, a person that you would make content with, he was he was good for the team. And I think right now, I think they're sacrificing. I think they went with the two big names because they knew they were on the market. And so, oh, we can get these two guys? It's like, double has been out for a year. That's mm-hmm. a year of some change. That's, uh, that's, that's risky. You saw how Beerson just played. You you guys just whooped him. Even though I feel like Beerson is slightly better than Abadage, you, you you just whooped these guys. Well, matter of fact, let's go back to see how they were in the spring and summer against these guys. Or no, or just the summer. Well, just in the playoffs, right? For, for in the playoffs, Hunter Thieves beat them both times. Yeah. yeah. Both three. It was three twos. It was close. Yeah. But they beat them in both the playoffs. Times. Plus, like, how. I remember James was like, but it's the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, that matters. What the fuck? This is literally plus, the playoffs. Plus the regular season. How do they do against so uh, in the regular this season? This was Hunter Thieves' best regular season record ever. 14 like 4. Okay. I know two of their losses came against FlyQuest. That's me. That and then it. you said check spring. Spring, check like, spring is summer. Who TL <sighs> getting this record was kind how, of more like okay. the other teams okay. losing crucial games. Because remember, uh this Beer- when Hunter Thieves was, were uh ramping up too. Okay, and Beardsen was on both Team Liquid, both both uh, spring yeah. and summer, right? Yeah. Okay, how did well you see them do against Team Liquid? They were one and one against them in spring. Okay, and how? Yeah. How were they in the summer? I'm pretty sure it was two zero. I'm pretty sure it was two zero. Yeah, it was two zero. I remember two that. zero. Because- it's like mm-hmm. that's me. Okay, you three two. That's me. You beat them. Three, three. You beat them nine out of just certain. Was it? No, sorry. It's five, five, two, and so again, yes. Out of fourteen games, games out of mm-hmm. what the four, out of fourteen games, you beat them nine times. <laughs> what the? F- no. Remember, TL is supposed to be perceived as the best team in the league with that super team too. Yeah. Uh, and you heard me. I said they had a better team than them. I thought yeah. they had a better, a better team. I knew they had a better team. I knew they're going to beat them each time. Yeah, all each time. yeah, twos, three and twos, plus you two. Oh, yeah, because it's one. Yeah, because because you, you play them twice in each split. That's me. Yeah, four times. Yeah, that's four games. Yeah, you. Yeah, you beat them nine times. It's like you and Abadagi look good. I would say about eighty percent out of the fourteen games I saw about nine of them, and out of those nine games, Abadagi looked good in seven of them. I'm like. He just out. He just whatever Beardsley did. It was I think it was resources and just lay presence. Abadagi just looked better. It was like and Beardsley looked a lot better in the summertime, but it was just Abadagi got better too. It's like oh, I'm getting better in summertime. Your competitors are also getting better because they're playing more games too. It's, mm-hmm. I was like shit, and it, and I know now he got he got he got more experience on this. Now of course he's gonna ramp up. It was like. But now you got double left. It's like, fuck. And then 
from seeing what he's doing in the Korean solo queues, they said Busio's carried him. I was like, oh, that's not good. I, I, I like, I don't want to hear that. It's like, wait a second. Oh, but this but- is also another problem we're not factoring in too. We talk about a hundred thesis, so they essentially didn't want to re-sign their arguably their best player, right? That's already kind of a red to flag. Bring up to bring up their academy player who. I think they they brought him up. I think they brought him up for for like league reasons and content reasons. Uh, like, then you have closer. Like I think keeping closer is fine. I wanted them to do that because getting rid of him would have been a they, disaster. If, because I think in my sense they would have. I think in my sense if they kept someday and kept tenacity in the uh, in the uh, in the academy, speaker would be on one hundred receives. That I felt like it was always one of them. It was it was either someday and have either the speaker or the academy juggler up, but they did not want the academy juggler up. They they had no faith in them last year. From what Anderson, I saw, to me, I mean, he didn't really have that good of a year. I mean, you could arguably say he was top four, but that's not a top four that I want to be a that's, part of. Actually, that's top. That's top four. That's top four. That's by top default. four in like the women's league for the NBA. No, that's top four by default. He, when you were top seven by default, that doesn't mean anything. That's like, oh, like, oh. like he really didn't have that many standout games, though. Like he really didn't. Like he had pretty average, okay games. The only standout games he really had were those Swain games. Yeah, that was it. You know, like, even on like Champions League, like Azir, he wasn't playing that well. I mean, I don't know how this guy's still getting zillion after all these years. I mean, he he played well in zillion, and that's just a, that's just shows you how bad the LCS is. We can still play zillion and carry. That's just how bad the LCS is. But Bjergsen, arguably better or worse than Abadage, depending on how you look at the, the situation, I, though. I think I think competition-wise is better. I, no, I think Abadage is better competitive-wise, but I think, like, mentally and how That's he, crazy. The fact that a guy like Abadage made back-to-back finals is not on a team is ridiculous to think about. I I think word got around him about how mentally fragile he is, and they – Either that, or he just had no interest to play on a team, or maybe no teams made him an offer. That's crazy. That guy who a guy can make back to back finals in this league and not get potentially any offers. That's well, that's disgusting. There was at one point where 100 C's was going to keep. Uh, I think the only player they might have brought up was Busia. They they Tenacity was one of those where when they realized the other players were actually clicking. FBI and who he were the first one. That, that was out the door. Those were the first two. Abinagi was third. And someday almost actually didn't leave. It was actually closing. That was supposed to go from a lot of rumors. And Speaker was right there. And the minute they said, oh, no, we're letting someday leave. Speaker had no, he had no <laughs> chance. Because it was like, no, we're not getting rid of closing and someday. We're getting rid of one. Unfortunately, but it's like, oh, yeah, our top lane is good. We like him and our support is good. We'll keep the other three, or did they keep the other three in the academy? Because now how they re-ripped the academy and all that, where it's like it's not really academy anymore. So double lift. I mean, will double lift go through the same thing that Jensen and Bjergsen did? If they, if he does go through that same thing that we just saw out of Jensen and Bjergsen to other accomplished players in the LCS, that's not going to look good either. Like that was like Bjergsen being top four by default. If if Dublin is a top four ADC by default, that, okay. that is fucking awful. Because okay. this is my my thing. I, I I don't think coming into the split right now, Double if is better than Luger, Berserker, 
Prince. Yeah. Or FBI. Or even Yeon to some extent. Like, I think he's vastly going to be behind these guys. Now, because people say, Double he was the best ADC I want. Oh, my God. That was, that was like 2018. Like, you have pure factor in. There were some splits where he wasn't the best ADC, but he won the splits and people thought he was the best ADC by, by, by default. Yeah. There were splits where Sven was way better than him. One splits over Double Lift, too. I think Berserker, he... It might uh, like like is double gonna be better than Berserker and Prince? Like Prince, like, all, at, those highlights Prince, you guys saw were just a minimal. I have to watch more press did. games. I think Yeon maybe Berserker, um, Luger. I feel like he will. I feel like I FBI, feel like by some, he might go no, even with, but I think FBI is still a bit better right now. No, I think FBI he won't. I think I think what it comes down to, it comes down to the support. I think literally Vulcan I over th- Busio. I, I'll like I think Vulcan and FBI are gonna be one of the best volumes in the league. Actually, that's what I think. As from what I'm hearing, is just kind of a little chemistry issue with EG right now. I mean, they're gonna take longer to ramp up. That, yeah, it took well, hundred yeah. seasons is already kind of clicking. That's the thing too. I think. Because Busio is so new, I think Double Lift loves it. Because I think Double Lift now is he doesn't want anyone experience it, but I think he wants people that are new. I think and Busio actually knows what the fuck he's doing. That's why I think Double Lift loves that. My he's, other thing, remember when Lena brought up the fact that Busio came up to them at, at an event and talked to them? Well, guys, people have that. That's different than playing in a, in a league for nine weeks straight, having to do with issues. Maybe if you arise with them, because it's one thing to talk to someone in a random setting. Yeah. Then it actually be around double lift for nine weeks straight, potentially playoffs. If they make the finals, that's another, another different story. Because because think about it, you're playing with him now when it's, the games are like meeting meaningless, like meaningless. Like, but you're still trying to get through your let's honey, wait like this, the honeymoon phase. Let's <laughs> let's no because the honeymoon phase. If if one hundred seeds is not at least eleven to seven or higher, I mm-hmm. there's gonna be a lot of like. You know, turmoil. Because my the ultimate factor in the mid jungle synergy. Because Bjergsen has never really worked well with any jungler he's ever had outside of maybe a few people in his past that I remember. Yeah. Closer and Bjergsen might be one of the worst mid jungles. Yeah, because I, I don't like because the thing is Bjergsen is gonna most likely try to pull closer to Genghis Lane. Uh, not even most likely, he, he will. No, he will. And I then double lift. Double lift teams have always played around double lift, so you have this problem of like, okay, Bjergsen. Needs resources, then Doublelift might want to have resources. So Tenacity's going to be on an island, and then Busio, he's going to maybe have good chemistry with Closer, maybe? Busio, I don't know. Busio's going to have to have good chemistry with Doublelift and Closer. No, Tenacity's automatically going to have to be on an island by himself. He, he's going to have to learn he's how to control that top default lane. weak side. That's it. Yeah, he's, no, he's no, on top, Petrox or in duty. Oh, no. on. Yes, yes. Top lane is going all back to be the weak side. He's 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 gonna have to control that by himself. There's there's no way in is out about it. And when it comes when it comes to tenacity, to me he's he's about number five. I, I got fudge, I got mm-hmm. summit, I got impact, and I got someday overall. Solo, maybe as Revenge, no, Dokla. After watch more of his games, Arboot, no, Licorice. And, and the way I, I'm looking at it, to Nathan, not just from his, I'm looking at the resources they're going to try to, they're going to try to, they're going to make the top lane the weak side, but they're also going to try to funnel a lot of resources through Tenacity to make sure he's not by himself completely. But I think Impact Summit someday and Fudge are going to like, like just outplay him throughout the whole like spring split. 
in my opinion. But he he will never be the worst player on the team. I think the worst player is going to be the two old guys. I in my opinion, I think one of them is going to drag the team down without realizing it. In my opinion, from seeing how they are playing for uh, Korea Solicues. They're getting waxed, but like Busio's holding his own. He Busio's making double lift. He like double lift is making Busio look good, and that's because like double lift is kind of ass right now. He's he's going he's he's going to need a few weeks to catch up. Uh, in my sense, like my other uh, issue right now is going to be if Bjergsen just constantly pulls cold because they're going to have issues of dedicating the resources to the team. That's my problem. And if Bjergsen's going to have maybe an okay split like we're thinking he may be, may happen, it's going to be a, a just 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 a double if show team and and does double if still have what it takes in him to carry games like he used to? I think I think that's what it brought Busio. I think I think Busio is, is a, a upgrade over who he only because of how Busio like as if they would have kept FBI, I think Busio FBI was still, I think Busio would have worked with ever with with ever eighty care they had. I think the way Busio played, he's actual. He supports the you know uh, the eighty care a lot of times. Like I feel like who he was trying to do too much. Where I th- I feel like who he had time was like the support that wanted to play eighty carry, but he's not gonna play eighty care. That's why he plays support. Busio the actual support. That's why that that's why it works. In a sense, that's uh, why I feel like, like the, the all Dolphins has to do is not feed, and just you know be stable enough where Busio is control, like controlling lanes with you. He he wave he wave clears and all that. Depend, I forgot what champions he plays, but it's like as long as you have that with double if you're all set. But that's that they're gonna their chemistry's gonna have to get better. And I'm not saying this shit, but I'm saying they're going to have to be on a point where they can communicate without even saying anything. Like, double if does something, boost your nose, all right, cool, let me do this, without even them talking to each other. They're going to have, they're going to, have to do what 100 Seeds used to do, where they were able mm-hmm. to communicate without saying anything by just moving yeah. on the Also, the, another layer to this problem, too, because that's like this new 100 Thieves roster potentially has more issues the more you think about it than oh, you yeah. realize. Because then, Bearson and Doublelift, as what Lena has said and everyone knows, they're they're cool with each other. Now, how about playing with each other throughout an entire year potentially together now? How about Are they going to have these tough conversations with each other? Because the I, thing here is you're going to have these tough conversations it. with each other Right, but then yeah. it's more like getting everyone else around these tough conversations. And Doublelift has been known in the past to be kind of hard to work with. You know, is a new guy going to be able to just handle that? A my lot of base, my base thing also is now mm-hmm. you're you're having the tough. You, you're not the best guys in the league anymore. You're not the top guys in the league anymore. Think about it. You're not the ones that are, are afraid of faith. I was like, ah, oh, fuck, we got to mm-hmm. face these two. Because they were on a team. Well, like, how long were, were they on a team together? Like, what, two Lots years? Of years, 2016, like, 2017, like, 2020. Like, no, no one's afraid of them anymore. Like, that's the thing, too. Now they have mm-hmm. to realize that. There's, like, beers in, okay, okay. Well, let's look at the middle laters. JoJo, I put over. I put him over. I put Jensen over. Diplex? Do we put Diplex? No, we, we'll put Diplex over. Not yet. Right? There's not enough. I haven't seen enough games to do that. I mean, he is. I think it's Ari, high potential, no. but 
to me, I think Bridge is third best, but that's with JoJo and Jensen. Uh, hmm. JoJo, do you put Heyari over Bridge? No, right? Not at the moment. I, I can't. Just going off of just discrepancies between the academy and the league itself. Because like, because like right now, because like, because when you look at each team and you look at for what you see, all right, Tenacity's about the fifth best. Uh, like. A top later coming in. Closer is about the fourth best. Uh, Closer as the jungler, arguably, probably gonna be. I still, I still think he might be the best, depending on how I gotta see more games. About P- these new okay. guys coming in. Got, I think inspired it. is right there next to him. Inspired, blabber, Santori, Po six. Who like those are like probably your top six junglers right there? Because I mean, all come on, let's be honest with you. Kenji's gonna be tearing it up, right? <laughs> Contracts, no river, no bougie, and I gotta watch more. Uh, no, I, I got no faith in anybody coming from Mexico. They that they'll, like I watch some of their games too. There was um, I don't know what Sean looks at them for. Those people are trash. They they're yeah they're. I mean, compared to me, they're good, but oh, that's, yeah, that's so compared my, to me. So who just started my all this? Here? Is with the hundred these is there so many issues that could arise, right? And you know, there's another elf in the room. They have Unforgiven on their academy team. So I they have Unforgiven because if Doublelift kind of doesn't want to, you know, yeah. maybe be a full long-term player again, you know, then you have Unforgiven. Because I know he put a video out about why he joined 100 Thieves. And yeah, that we're going to watch right now. Because I think it was the only team that actually truly I love how he says that. So it's like, it's not about the money. We, I was like, Doublelift, we know that. We know you're rich. So we know you're not joining yeah, for the money. Yeah, no. <laughs> We know you're we know you're rich with a good looking girlfriend. Like, holy shit, man. You ain't gotta fucking flex. God damn. Like, like I, I he was like, Yeah, I didn't join hundred thieves for the money. No shit. Nigga, we know, motherfucker. Like shit. <laughs> Stream like, peaks out of like twelve thousand viewers. We know you don't need the money. You got, <laughs> Obviously, everyone knows you're gonna take a pay cut from a full time streamer in yeah, that you regard had 10, to go into a team. Ten thousand viewers watching you get your ass up there, Korean solo killer. That's why I was like Double up will be better by the time the season starts. I'm like, yeah, because he, he about Bob, Bob Beerson last year, too. You know, it's crazy. Bob, All the people that said that about double up in that stream you're talking about said the same exact shit about Beerson last year. Yeah, I'm telling you right That's now, not good. I'm, I'm telling you right now, double like, I'm telling you right now, like, well, the seas is barely, barely beating fucking the T1 Academy players, they, and they're barely beating them. It's it's one of those where they Dude, Academy that. knows how to bring up players. That's why you get players from, from no, them. They know how to bring up players good. It's T it's T1, T1 Academy. We're we're barely, <laughs> we're barely to be fair. Playing. To be fair, to be fair. That is T1. That, that they have a really good system of how they bring up Academy players. Because apparently apparently like they say if they stay there long enough, they might face T1 and it's great. Like they're gonna, oh, wax no. they're gonna, they're gonna wax, with fake with uh like beers is gonna get whacked by Faker. That's I, I, I I'll pay to see that. It's like because you guys are barely beating the academy players, and and you guys are losing late a lot. I think when it comes to the academy players, they're undisciplined. That where they go for team fights, they should and they should just go for resources. Do not go for, for a team fight dragon where you can pick up the bear or vice versa. And they go try to go for both and they'll lose one. By the time they lose that first one, they lose the second one because they have no champions on the uh, on the board. It's like shut the fuck up. But, hey, hey guys, but yesterday yeah. the news dropped that I'm gonna be on Hundred Thieves LCS team that I'm returning to competitive play. 
and I thought I'd do just a quick video answering some of the most common questions that I'm getting and um, just kind of explaining what's going on, uh, what do I think about my new team and how I think my comeback is gonna be. Probably the most important and most common question that I get is, why are you coming back? Uh, it's been two years, uh, so why are you coming back? And do you think you'll still be good? We're doing a little backtracking here. I was on TSM, we had that legendary Worlds run, everyone's favorite, came back and pretty late in the offseason, Bjergsen announced he was gonna retire. And now TSM all of a sudden is looking to replace pretty much everybody, except for me and Spica. Pretty late in the off season, the TLDR is, I wanted to keep playing. In fact, I was so excited to play the Sword Art. I would have stuck with TSM if they had locked Sword Art, but they didn't. So I wanted to explore my options. Um, Reginald took offense to that and said, you're not committed to the team. So Yeah, I remember that. He wanted to still keep playing, but Regin uh, they, they were having issues with signing Sword Art because of just how the system was with COVID. So they couldn't really get him initially when they initially wanted to. But, you know, Double was like, are we still getting Sword Art? Reginald was like, having issues with that too fuck you i'm gonna give your spot to lost um your spot's gone go enjoy explore options and i was like looking around yeah reginald's just a stupid piece of shit imagining imagine getting rid of rid of doublelift for that reason like you know double obviously has issues with a lot of people in the league but imagine this wanting to get rid of doublelift for a player like lost and then complaining that you don't make worlds reginald is an idiot mm, no options basically only bottom tier teams so uh, options for me at that point are to uh, join a very suboptimal roster or to take a break slash retire and uh, pursue full-time streaming. And uh, that's, that's a, the latter is what I chose. I chose to pursue full-time streaming. Now, year one, surprise. I fucking loved it. I actually really loved streaming. It was super, super God. fun. I still love streaming, even to this day, but I had so much passion for it on, on the first year. And so coming into year two, like my stream was popping off because of co-streams. Basically I was making the bag. I was having a good time. It's probably an open secret at this point. Streaming makes multiple times more money than, than playing pro. And you have to put it about half as much time. Year two hits and lo a COVID lockdown stops uh, being as strict and I start going to LCS events. I miss it. The competitive itch hits me pretty hard. <clears throat> you know, when you get the competitive itch, it doesn't go away. You need to scratch it. So I was thinking, you know, I'm not enjoying streaming nearly as much. And uh, I'm also a little bit worried. Two years. That's a fucking long time not to be playing scrims or stage games. Maybe I, you know, lost all my skills. You know, maybe I'm just not good anymore. So I... Yeah, it's going to be a thing where you don't play scrims or play on stage you're just gonna get rusty same thing Bjergsen went through i hope he doesn't go through that i'm just going to go into this off season and i'm gonna see i'm, I'm gonna ask all 10 teams are you interested and to my great surprise actually still to this day i'm fucking mind blown a lot of the teams were really interested that actually gave me confidence you know them having confidence in me gave me confidence without that i would probably um have stayed as a streamer to be honest you know because um i kind of needed some reassurance and i think a lot of that right there shows they weren't confident in fbi anymore <laughs> oh i love it a lot of the players and uh, a lot of the coaches and staff believed in me and that just kind of like reinvigorated me a little bit do i think that being off of a two-year break is going to hamper my skill yes holy shit doing that for, for anything for anybody is going to make you worse at whatever you do. But I do 
fully believe that I'm going to get back into form uh, at some point. It's going to take me some time. It might take me a few months. It might even take me half the split or the whole split. I don't know. I do think that I'm going to get back into form and be the best in my position again. The second question, or I guess third question that I get a lot is, what do you think about your new team, 100 Thieves? I chose 100 Thieves because they actually have a sick brand. I didn't go there for the bag, let me tell you that much. I didn't come back to playing pro for the money. You guys should know the economy is fucking in shambles, okay? Like uh, like playing pro, my accountant hates me. Everyone, like, everyone that I work with in a business setting hates me, but I'm doing it for fulfillment and because I want to. So you know that I'm here for the right reasons. It's because I have the passion for it. It's because I want to grind. It's because I want to work hard because if I didn't, I wouldn't be doing this. Anyways, uh, why did I choose 100 Thieves? Their staff, uh, when I talked to them, blew me away. You know, the people working on operating the spot, people work at, like operating their LCS team. Um, very, very transparent and very smart people. Also, uh, they just had a lot of the pieces that I wanted, right? Like they, um, well, basically for support, I was really excited to play with a rookie player. I don't want to play double boomers bot lane. They have the most exciting support prospect with Buzio. I think he was the standout best performing support in Academy, which I know a lot of people are like, oh, Academy, it doesn't matter. But realistically, guys, like if you're performing well in Academy, it's a pretty decent sign. It's it's like, yeah, I mean, or it could be a bad sign that they're playing up against truly shitty other players too. Step one, I guess. And I think Buzio is a really exciting person to play with. They also had Tenacity, and I think he's a really exciting top laner, like a super, he just has a lot of raw skill, right? Like people would say that he's also the, the best Academy top laner. So it's like, okay, they have two really, really, really high skilled rookies. And to, to fill it out, you know, I think me and Sorn were talking a bunch in the off season and we decided, okay, we're gonna go together to 100 Thieves. I just realized that I totally didn't talk about Closer during the roster part. I got so caught up talking about boomers and rookies. Totally forgot to mention him. He is in between. He's not totally fresh, but he's not a veteran either. The guy is super clutch. He played a lot of the playoff series and just put the team on his back. So I think he's great. That's pretty much how, how it was done. I'm super happy with the roster. I think 100 Thieves is an amazing org and they're just fun. You know, they make cool merch. They're actually cool. They make funny content. I like them. I'm, I'm super happy that I ended up on a, a team with a lot of like, like positive fan sentiment, I guess, because it would, it would really have sucked if I, I went to a place with just no fans. I'm really excited for the future for, for LCS. I'm um, just going to leave it at that. I, I think the expectations of me for some reason are super low. Everyone thinks that I'm washed too old mechanics suck never going to be good again like great yeah i'm so i'm i'm actually like that makes me pumped you know like not only do i get to prove those people wrong but finally the expectations are not just like the, you know the bar is not set super super high so um let's just wait and see i think i'm going to impress mm. also this is going to change throughout the year a lot of times with these situation guys these type of mentalities a lot of players just change so what is said right now is only in context without playing then when you're actually playing, you have other issues that arise. Yeah. Everybody, though, I'm, I'm going to need some time. Like, if I was to grade my play right now, okay, when I started the boot camp, we're, we're in Korea right now for a, for a boot camp, open secret, finally. Um, F minus. Now I'm like a, a D minus, you know, like maybe in a, in a few weeks I'll be a C. And then, uh, yeah, I'm just really it's hoping that. That's works. Uh, it's not even how that works. He said it was a. D minus right now. I guess in the LCS. Like, so what does that translate in LCS terms? Middle of the pack ADC? <laughs> no. I mean, LCS, F minus is like, you're, <laughs> like, you're still better than like two of the 
80 carries. Now your D minus here better than three to 80 carries. It's like <laughs> uh, I can just keep the progress going because we've, we've only been here for a week and I've only really been playing league seriously for a week. Oh, last question I got to tell on my stream is we're here and we're partnered with the T1. Uh, we're partnered with T1s. So we're at their facility. No, I haven't met any of the players there. And that's why you're going to see like T1 logo and branding all around our streams and stuff like that. And that's because Faker is probably with his girlfriend and fucking her and with his family. Most likely yeah. all the players are on vacation. So, no, trust me, right now, there's, they're ramping up. All right, cool. This year, we got to take spring, summer, MSI, and Worlds. Yeah, T1 is like, mm -mm. we're going to nah, we're winning fuck everything. <laughs> we lose to a team that disbanded about two weeks later. Nah, fuck that. We got to. <laughs> Oh, but the LCK, they have their other other problems themselves. But yeah, guys, uh, T one are going to be really scary coming to this year. I hope they are. I mean, I hope. Oh no, they are. They they're, they're out of fucking. No, Joe Marsh really, really wants to win a title in something in league. They've gotten so close, man. That's crazy. Second in so both spring and summer. Second. Well, they won MS spring. They won spring. They got second okay. in everything else. They spring. We MSI spring. second, summer second, and world second. Three second yeah, place finishes in a row. Nah, fuck that. That's 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 first loser. That's that's how they see it. If you don't come in first, you're last. Like, right. Yeah. That motherfucker's both, both about to go super saiyan. They, they're like, fuck this. Everybody gets like everybody get clapped. It's like, all right, cool. They like. I'll say. Will I be streaming again during the season? Um, that's another question I get a lot, and I'll probably be streaming a lot less, but you guys know how it is. LCS schedule. At least you gotta watch my games. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> but I'm not gonna stream nearly as much as I was full-time, obviously. I'm fucking busy practicing. So, yeah. Uh, that's pretty much it. Thank you to everyone who's honestly, like, supported me, um, been hyped up, and, uh, just been really positive. You know, honestly, I really appreciate it. Yeah. I mean... This they're gonna have a good amount of new fans for Double F and Bjergsen. And you gotta factor in when Double F and Bjergsen eventually leave the org because eventually that will happen. Nothing yeah. lasts forever. They're gonna have all these fans that might just stay. They're like, oh, I like a hundred these. I'll, I'll be a fan of them. So much lingering yeah. fans they'll have actually, yeah, just from plus, bringing back Double F. Plus the content. Plus you know they're gonna carry if if they do any content with other like the content creators. Dude, it's gonna be nuts. Uh, that team has the biggest question mark on it. They can either be sixth or they can be second. I don't see them being first. I, I truly like agree. based through double if based off what he just said, I, they're gonna struggle in spring. I think they'll ramp up in the playoffs like Cloud Nine I, did in the previous summer. I think, he's, I think he's struggling at the beginning of spring. I think if they make it to MSI, that's where they start picking things up. I think that's what I think that's when they start becoming a dangerous team. I think they won't win MSI, of course, but I think they'll be a very dangerous team. Well, you got to get through Cloud9 and TL and EG first to get to MSI. Holy I, I think Cloud9 will take a step back. I think Diplex is going to – I think that – Team Liquid, we have to see because – Team Liquid have a lot of high potential potentially, but a, the floor for them, if it starts getting bad, could be like really bad. Cloud9 too, because Cloud9 see like they don't have a hot start, but they have a hot. But if finish, all the players like playing with each other, that could go so far to get you very far. But I don't know how much that wins you, because them liking playing with each other got them a split win. But it was also with another mid laner too. Yeah. Also a different. Also, we got to go through the last team, which is Evil Geniuses. This is definitely a front runner in a lot of people's rankings to win the split. 
someday inspire Jojo Peon, FBI, and Vulcan. Someday, arguably best top player in the league, in, yeah. upgrade over impact, inspired one of the best junglers in the league, if not the best jungler. Jojo Peon, one of the best mid laners, yeah. if not the best mid laner. FBI struggled throughout the whole year, but arguably I, like top I four. I think FBI struggled because of who he. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm not even gonna add. Even if you watch the spring games, I would go back and watch those spring games if you didn't, if because you have something to watch that you can catch. No, no, I watched spring games. I he was okay spring. in spring. He arguably no, he, top four. he was good. He was good in spring. Like, like I said, actually better I, in spring than he was in summer. Actually, like I said, that's what Emma when the end of spring. That's when I started seeing the crack between FBI and Huhi. It, it was. It, it was one of those things where they won that I, team liquid series and then that kind of gave them the confidence that they could still win even though they might have bot lane issues and <laughs> well it was fbi wanted, i think fbi would i think fbi wanted who he do like clear late it, it was that plus champion picks who he was just picking up some champions i'll, I'll scratch my yeah, head and, and the stuff that made him good like set support he stopped picking shit like that too like oh, his God. edge was just gone too yeah, and then you have Vulcan, who's one of the best supports in the league. This is Vulcan, gonna be arguably Vulcan the Duffy and uh, uh, an upgrade over who he that's the, the only issue that I could see with this team is that they're not on the same page together. That's the only real issue I could see with them. They have the skill, they have the players to do it, they have the players to win another title. Who if PG win another spring title, I'm not surprised. Who do you think is go who do you think okay? Who do you think is gonna be the best player? Who who do you think is gonna be the best player in the team in the player that's gonna make up have the uh, biggest concern? My biggest concern is more like Jojo Pion keeping up his form. I think okay. he was arguably the best mid mid laner last split, but mid lane pool very weak, and can he carry that into this split too? Also, okay. inspired and Jojo Pion themselves don't have the best synergy either. We we saw that, we noticed yeah. that. That's a big problem too. If they can if they can fix it, everyone's like, but in the next year they'll just fix it. No, that's not how that works, people. That does, just, that's not how it works. I'm just, right now. That's not how I mean, I hope they fix their shit, but that's not how that works. Someday I think he'll do just fine. Slotting that guy in. I don't think that's gonna be an issue with him at all. I think the only actual Vulcan. issue is FBI and Vulcan getting together. I think this could have to be the potential to be the best bot lane of the league. Potentially, I think, yeah. I think I, I think FA. I think we gotta see how like I have to watch more Vulcan games. I have to see how he he was with um who was he playing with last year? Oh, uh, uh, before that was Cloud Nine. Okay, before that was Cloud Nine for two years, and then after before no. that was Clutch. No, last year who was he playing with a bot? I, I told him. Oh, it was Ven. Ven oh, was okay. ADC. Yeah. Okay. For EG, I think you're looking at a, a potential championship title winner. Yeah, maybe I'm overhyping I, them. Maybe no, but. I I think they are. They they might be the best team. I think they're the top team. I put to me from one to ten. I put EG one. I put T Liquid two. I did this is to a dare seeing. I think they're two. Cloud Nine, I put, for like third. I put Cloud Nine. I put Cloud Cloud Nine three, only because they're bringing four out of five people back. One hundred seasons four by default, unfortunately. I think FlyQuest. I, th- I think FlyQuest and one season will fight for that fourth spot. I think CLG will take a step back, but they'll still be number six. Digitized will be above TSM because TSM will be mid and. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Immortals is is the worst only because go to guard. I think go to guardians. 
they kind of did was ramp it up, and I think Immortals took a step back. Yeah, that's kind of how I would rank the teams too. I mean, no, you, pro- you you might even want to have you could say you could have Dig over CLG. That that's yeah, fine I I would agree with that too. I would to me, I think Dig Toss will be the last team to get into playoffs. I think they're because remember, guys, for spring, it's six teams make playoffs. It's not eight teams like it's for summer. This is six teams make it. So not having TSM and CLG make playoffs is kind of interesting, but, but also, makes but sense. Also, but also with all the TSM issues. I, I can see TSM being dead last. Yeah, the I, problem here with TSM is like TSM went, went went through so many issues last year. Now imagine if they're losing as hard as they were, or imagine a world where they're not doing as well as they think they probably should. TSM's gonna make roster, uh, what's the, what's the word? Roster, um, fuck, player changes. They're gonna make player changes. Actually, player adjustments, player changes. Yeah, yeah, because we know that TSM. We just saw it this year and other years in the past I've been watching. If they don't do as well as they're thinking that they should be doing or the pressure is too hard on them or they're not performing as well, they will make a roster adjustment. They will. I don't think their roster this year – and this looks okay on paper, but this is like you're peaking out of like seventh, maybe sixth place. You're fighting for that last playoff spot with this roster. Yeah, And I think Maple is good. I, I honestly think Maple is good. But, I mean, how much can he really carry these guys, you know? Like how much can Maple really carry them? Wait, I do I do believe it's gonna be EG one to see like these are gonna be the top five that automatically I feel like will be in the playoffs. I think Dig will make it because TSM and CLG are gonna like they're gonna they're gonna crash into each other and they're they're gonna both knock each other out. I think Dig I did I think Dig would get in there just because of the jungle and mid later. And maybe the bot lane, but I, I I don't have any faith. I, I have no faith in Go to Guardians or Immortals. Like <laughs> no, because the way like I've seen enough stick saying games, but I've seen enough He's who he I see enough who he gave where I have no faith. Like if that guy winning a title was just Kind of more like right place at the right time. He kind of hit his ceiling for how good he's gonna be as a support. He's I, never hitting that ceiling ever again. That's not happening. Yeah. That's, so yeah, yeah, I mean, I have hopes for I'm pretty sure EG's I don't want to say this, Cloud Nine, but EG are most likely had the highest chances of winning spring, given this kind yeah. of roster. I think this roster will have some issues. EG, like like to, in the regular season. EG T look at Will Face for will go off for the number one spot. I guess it, it's gonna be one of those two. I also think that EG will potentially have uh, problems at the beginning part of the split, but then f- more or less will get better as the season ramps up. Because if, if you see EG start, like, I don't know, fucking a mid, what's a mid record? Because it's 18 games for starting off. Nine, if you nine. see them start off like, if you see EG start off like five and four, I think that's, I think I, I could anticipate that. That's but as worse. they ramp up throughout the season. I'll, I would be worried. So if they, st- if, if their first nine games and there's three and six, that's what I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, if they're three and six, you might want to – okay, you got to step it up, actually. I forget, um, guys, they almost didn't even make the playoffs in the spring where they won the title, actually. Yeah, they were literally good. one tiebreaker game away from not making it in the playoffs itself. So. Yeah, because weren't they not – yeah, they were nine mm-hmm. and nine. So if they lost yeah. one more game that day or earlier in the week, they would have not made it. So my issue other here is with um, Dig and Toss. I, I think Dig – it's going to be on the outskirts because the other team's kind of better players to a certain extent. And I think a lot of the other already, key roles. I, I think there's already five locking players. And now that it's that number six seed. Who gets it? There's CLG. There's 10. No, CLG is returning with players that they already have previous synergy with. That can be a bonus for them. 
And yeah, I think I think that's what's gonna carry them over Dignitas. I think Dignitas is gonna be a a a resume booster. Like, all right, Santorin and Jesse still have it. Who wants to pick these guys up? Like, fly to me. No, not not fly quest. I think TSM. This might be the last year TSM might be in existence. And and I'll co- I'll come I'll come from that from the FTX kind of issue, not from a, a competitive uh, play style. I think they have if this FTX really rules like them in a sense, I think TSM has one year left. Like I, I just don't think they're gonna be as competitive as it used to be. I think they're scaling down their investment into the LCS actually. Cause I I I don't think you can tell me a, a, a situation or a give me a pitch where you wanna win LCS, but you're picking up, but you wanna keep solo. What? Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. You want to win LCS, but you're picking up a guy in a secondary region, wildcard region, the same place you also grabbed another guy from that you played for three weeks and didn't do we and just got rid of him. Like, what if these orgs try selling you guys on, on some bullshit? You know what that shit? No way TSN put this roster together and was like, we're gonna win LCS. No, you're you put this roster together to not be last. That's what you did. Because if they got worse players, they probably could arguably even be last. Then again, we've seen teams in spring have rough rough starts, but there's been situations where they have gotten better. That doesn't really always happen, though. It just doesn't. Yeah. My other thing here is with the CLG roster, they try to look for replacements. That's it's also hard to know. If you put that video out there, the players know they try to get you try to replace me. <laughs> oh Lord, Jesus fucking Christ. Ah, but that's uh so you're going to have to have this soup, right? You're going to have this soup of, like, okay, your bottom two teams are Golden Gardens and IMT. That's just what I was saying, right? Yeah. Then you have the other teams kind of fighting for that sixth-place spot. CLG, Dignitas, and TSM. Then you have another group of teams where it's, like, all these teams on paper could actually probably win the title, but they also bring their massive issues, too. They give another team, which is just EG, which is probably looks like the best, best team in the league. Arguably, yeah. right? <laughs> so there's these three, there's these like four subsections. You have arguably maybe, maybe the front runner to win the spring split. These other teams who can all on any given day potentially make the finals run, win the split, but other issues with how the players might play the game. You have another layer of yeah. just teams competing for six. <laughs> and then just the shitty ones. Uh, I, I mean, the... Bottom tier teams in the LCS didn't really get better. It was literally just Dig that got better because Pure Factor and FlyQuest did fine for whatever 2022 for was for them. They did pretty okay. Yeah. I mean, what did you what do people expect from them? This is better than what they kind of usually do. I, I mean, people were like the bottom two teams in the LCS got better. No, they didn't. IMT got arguably worse. Maybe probably uh, going to be just about as bad. Golden Guardians are going to be trash. Uh, and there's no faith in that roster. You, if you're <laughs> playing Stixay in 2022. I mean, you're gonna be like, yeah, we the narrow's like, yeah, we want to do better. We want to do so much better. Really, stick say 80 carry. Yeah, sure. Go fuck off. That whole ballet, that whole ballet will be on fire. That's then you have TSM who's a roster of okay players, and then what else do you have from them? And the other thing about a hundred of these is they're probably the most volatile team that could potentially win the title in terms of just the way the players see the game versus how they might not see the game the same way versus how the resource management between the players, you know, that might also be another huge thing they're going to have to go through. 
So FlyQuest, you have a mixture of players that can work on paper. They can, but another thing of clashing of styles. How's that going to work out for them? You know, but I'll say this though. The LCS does look a little spicy coming to the season though. I am hyped to see the LCS again. I'm pretty sure we're going to have lock-in, but I don't know. I don't know yet. I wouldn't have lock-in if I'm just being honest here. I think lock-in is just almost a waste of time. Like people were asking for this preseason tournament. Like the Kespa Cup and the LPL half of the Demacia Cup. Yeah. But then people realize, wait a minute. Nobody talks about the Demacia Cup or the Kespa Cup after the finish. Preseason tournaments are, are meaningless. So if you're going to take away Rift Rivals, because back in the day when they used to have more international competitions with like Rift Rivals and IENs, people would say, it's meaningless. You don't get anything out of it. Then why do you want lock-in then? What kind of backwards mentality is that? Lock-in sure. means nothing. I hate LCS fans sometimes, man. Such fucking idiots. Yeah, it's cool to have a preseason tournament when there's nothing going on. That's cool. But when lock-in is over, it doesn't matter. Team Liquid has won both lock-in tournaments from last year and this year. And what has that gotten them? <laughs> Basically, fuck all. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we won lock-in. Yeah, I also, you know, put on my clothes today. You know, like, <laughs> what, are you, what, are we, what are we doing with here? You know, um, but yeah, more content is coming for you guys. I have to do my channel update video. One more offseason video to come to you guys. Then the channel update video. Then I'll just be doing like response videos. We're going to have one more Cloud9 podcast next week. Won't be as long as this one, obviously. It's going to be recapping the year and just worlds and everything and just how we felt about this year going forward. That's it. After next week's episode of the Cloud9 podcast, next episode is the last one for the year because there's nothing else going on. I, I, there's nothing else to do, essentially. So you guys are just beginning to record a content. But yeah, man, what are you gonna be doing? I got a I got a bunch of pack openers coming up soon. I have uh, more vi- I just have more videos coming out. Like I, I'm doing 12 days of pack miss where I'm just opening packs for 12 days from from starting today, uh December 13th, all the way to the 25th. Pretty much any packs, any card that comes out of those packs. If you want to, let me know. I'll, I'll like, like some of the cards are gonna be sold. Some of the cards I'm giving away for free. I'll, like, I'll, I'll let, I'll let people know which cards. It's like depending on what card you ask for. If you, because I'm gonna make an actual video. It's like, oh, some of these cards are gonna be free. Some cards are gonna be up for sale. Let me know which card it is, and I'll let you know if it's free mm-hmm. or if it's being, you know, something that you can purchase. But yeah, it's from cringe. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, jeez. Well, that is pretty much it. All of the people are cosplaying Invincible. That's that's cool as fuck. I like that shit. Well, guys, that's it. Sorry about you know potentially not having any more Cloud Nine podcasts after next week because there's we have nothing to talk about. There's literally nothing. You know, that's kind of the that's kind of how all the season works. Unless I'm just going over random player streams and we just talk about random videos that I, I did already on my main YouTube channel. You know. Um, there's literally just next week and I just put out, you know, content for me going over other people's videos. That's it. And no, I'm not going to be, you know, going over INT's roster announcement because I I just don't give a fuck. Yeah, because they're doing individual, like, videos. Like, oh, we got impact. All right, cool. Um, He's going to be the only one that had the impact on the team. Yeah, yeah. Like, with IMT... They're like, yeah, we're gonna do our, we're gonna get a better coaching infrastructure. Cool. Uh, the guys like, we don't have, have a big budget. Cool. Um, so basically, you're telling me not to root for you. <laughs> so what? <laughs> so you don't have a big budget. You got ragtag players. 
that over, already were bad proven me this over, year. Over, 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 over under five wins. I'll, I'll pick it up. <laughs> I'll pick it a split. I'll, I'll go over five wins even. I don't think I – if y'all get over five wins, I'll be surprised. Like I think they get as many wins as they do in last spring. My or, thing sorry, is, this spring. My thing is, if like with Dignitas, if Dignitas get six wins, four of them better come between – INT and go to Guardians. <laughs> I tell you right now, like, 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 like I'm saying, go to Guardians could could easily go 0-18. Like, I think they'll get as many wins as they did this previous split, which is like four. <laughs> I'll at least give INT and Golden Guardians four wins. That's what I'll give them. I think Dick and Taz will have more wins than last year. Well, they do have better players though. That is going to yeah. give you that that that, that default. Yeah. Yeah, but right, I don't but... think they're going to be doing anything Amazing. more outside of that. Yeah, I think they'll get in the playoffs. This yeah. is a team I think could do some damage in the playoffs. Yeah. But it's also like the thing is to understand everyone watching this is they have better players now, but it's all probably usually better players, though. Coaching staff and all that infrastructure stuff goes on a conversation too. Um, this is a do we take EG or the field? <laughs> I'm taking the field. I'm taking the field. I I like EG's roster. I think they're gonna do very good, but I'm taking the field. I'm taking the field. <laughs> I like, dude, and I will always take the field only because it's just easier. Also, Doublelift and Bjergsen want to play together. They like playing together. <sighs> we'll see how it goes. That's, that's the best way I can say it, guys. I think Bjergsen might have a better split to come around. This is a might. I also might have my dad in my life. Busia, Busia right now is on a is play, is, it's, it's online play league. Also, like a lot of these guys don't create enough content. People are like, well, how did Doublelift get his fan base? You know, you got to just put in all the hours, man. Like Sneaky, he can live off how much money he makes now because he put in the work. Sneaky, play LCS, get off the LCS, go stream for four hours straight. Yeah. Playing more league. Okay. Scrims, okay, double lift is also played too. Scrims, stage games, <laughs> playoffs, all that shit. He would even five hour stream when they were in solo queue, uh, uh, Korean solo queues actually. So if you want to get as big as some of these guys, you might not be as popular as they are. That's, that's true, but you're trying to build a brand. You got to build up the best brand you can when you're in the league. The fact that no, like a lot of these orgs don't emphasize that enough is that's crazy to me personally. You know. But all right, guys, we'll see you next week, and we'll recap the entire year for you and, well, most of the year for you, you know. But all right, guys, deuces. See you guys later. Uh, more content is dropping. But, yeah, after next week, no more Cloud9 podcast for the for the rest of the year because I got to take a break. Also, because I know if I don't take a break right now, I'm not going to get a chance to next year because, as you guys know, when the season starts, I mean, getting free time is going to be almost impossible, you know? Oh, yeah. Four leagues to watch. I have to watch the LCS, LEC, LPL, LCK, keep up with all the narratives, all the players, yeah. all the storylines, all the games, all the fucking champions they play, who they face in this week, who they face in that week, what's going on in this league, what's going on in this league, who are you trading, all that stuff. And I'm still trying to play Valorant too to get more stuff done with that. But yeah. also, got to factor in, guys, when the season starts, spring, playoffs, MSI, after that, summer, playoffs, worlds, off season. there's very few breaks in the season. Like, you know how teams, they don't make playoffs already on break? Well, I don't get that, okay? Because I still have to cover the games, right? So the only theoretical break I get is, like, the little mini weeks between 
the beginning of summer. That's like essentially it. That's literally all it is. And that, that, that little time period before Worlds start. That's like the only time frame you really have in the season. After Worlds is over, well, you have pretty much the month of December for free time. November is not even free because November is the off season. And you got to talk about all the roster moves. Yeah. So from January all the way to November, we, we clock in. That's it. We, we we clock in. All hours here. And you guys know, I, I, I like you guys a lot. I There's been people that have been commenting more on the videos. All, lurkers have been here for a long time. It's hard. Like, a lot of people think I don't n- know this stuff because I'm not, like, that high ranked in the game. I could tell you shit you probably never heard of in your life. Do people know that Fnatic could not have been a – the thing that Chaz is talking about with TSM, that was a thing for Fnatic. G2 loaned Fnatic money, and if G2 didn't loan Fnatic this money, they would have been out of the league. Fnatic would have ceased to exist. The only reason why G2 didn't get their money back was because Riot stepped in and went, nope, mm-mm. Uh, because uh, if Fnatic didn't pay back the loan – then Carlos would have owned Fnatic and G2. That's the reason. <laughs> Motherf- and the motherfuckers on Twitter are like, Carlos is trash and all sort of stuff. He's the one who made, f- he's the guy who literally kept Fnatic in the league. Okay? I'm telling you right Fnatic now. would be gone if and Carlos then, didn't and, give and them then money. Then G- G2 gets real with Carlos because of the whole shit. And now, I, I would be I'm not it. kidding you. I can even, I'll, I've, I've links to these articles. I can tell you. Carlos gave them money. Okay? If and the only reason why he didn't get his money back, he didn't get his money back because Riot reversed the loan. That doesn't make sense. That means Fnatic just stole this money essentially. <laughs> what Purge, the fuck? Pretty much what it was is, is uh, it's no, it's it's it's, it's a reverse. And then Carlos, the guy that you know did MSI World as G2 rosters, he's the ones out of the league. What the yeah. fuck? I think. I think partially, I think the whole thing with Andrew Tate was a was a smoke smoke screen. I think they they made it illegal for him to do that because it's uh fuck it's it's an actual term, but it's not reverse loan. What uh, I forgot the actual term for it. It's so uh, that's not inside the trade because oh uh, fuck is I uh, I forgot the actual move, but yeah, you do two. They're in the same league. They don't want one team. Like they, they yeah, essentially, Carlos would own both storied orgs in the league if that loan didn't get reversed. He would actually own Fnatic and G2. Was and he the owner of G2? At the time, yeah. He was the CEO, founder, and owner of it. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah. <laughs> because, oh, fuck. Yeah, oh, no, they... Fuck. Yeah, literally, <laughs> Fnatic would have been owned by... Carlos would have owned Fnatic and G2, and you can't... Because people, people they ask me, like, why can't a, a guy own both teams? Okay, for the layman's terms of it... Conflict of interest. Because, you could, because literally he could sack one team, swap the players around as he feels like, make one team worse just to have this team on a title, then the other team is already going to be better than the other that's team. That's like with the winning. Lakers Lakers there with Memphis Grizzlies back in the day. Oh, but like in a comparison, not to say because Jerry West does the old Memphis, right, yeah. but he is the he is Mr. NBA. He is, he is one of the Lakers greats. Of course, you become a GM of another team, and then they traded a pal Gasol for his younger brother. Uh-huh. It's three Negroes who are out of the league. Two of them are in jail, like for Pal Gasol. And then the Lakers ended up winning two NBA championships. While Memphis, they got better, but then after team, after team, after team were niggas from jail. Like oh, also to mention the the because re- the LPL got in trouble with that too. The LPL was 
Well, there's some heavy rumors out there almost yeah. confirmed that there were some owners having multiple teams. Now, the, with the LPL, it's a bit different. It's still wrong. It's still wrong. They have more teams. And essentially, guys, I'm being honest here, outside of if you're not in top eight, 10 for the LPL, you're essentially garbage anyway. It's still wrong. I'm not saying it's right. Yeah, no, it's still, it's still wrong. wrong. But, but that would make sense. It, it, I'm not saying it makes sense, like, but it would make sense if somebody did own two teams. I'm not saying it's right. A lot of these orgs be sacking the, the some of the because season. what they no, do these is orgs are always like, well, yeah, we're gonna win the title. You picking up bottom tier, bottom of the barrel, shoe scraping players. No, you no. ain't winning no titles. <laughs> no, this is what a lot of teams would do. They would have somebody else buy a team, but knowing the money's get funded by them to them, but they have another the team being like a proxy owner. They will follow all the money through. That's some money laundering stuff, right? And right, right. You're thinking, you're thinking, oh, why did this trade go through like the Memphis Grizzlies? Memphis Grizzlies are a team that has been in the league for more than 20 years. The Lakers are a story franchise. I think at that time they had about like 14 There's also another thing, too. Pick out a factor in. If you, let, let's say he did end up owning Fnatic in G2, yeah. he would have both storied orgs. Then, pick out a factor in. When you have two orgs and you're on a book, that gives you two chances of winning a title. Other orgs only have one. And all yeah. of them, I mean, when it shouldn't begin with, but fact is, sin that means there's two chances of him in the playoffs to win a title. Imagine if both teams got to the finals. <laughs> there's a world where they and G2 and Fnatic ha, have made the finals. I think uh, out of every team in, in, in Europe, G2 and Fnatic have made the finals the most to face each other. There's a Yo. literally from 2019 and 2020, imagine, G2 and Fnatic won both I'm finals. Imagine you bet on both teams, knowing you're making money no matter what. <laughs> It's That's, like who's gonna win this team or that team? Doesn't really matter. I own them both. It's like what? Whatever team I put more money into wins. I was like, oh, you fucking, oh, you motherfucking. That's that's dirty. Like I, that's, I, I know people don't like Carlos. It's, it's whatever. I don't really give a fuck. But Fanatic fans should be thanking him. I, I have. It's, it's literally on the internet from credible sources. Fanatic G two gave Fanatic money. Whether it was Carlos at the time who was, who was full creative control, most likely it was. He was the only guy who was really working with them. Yeah, the guy who was investing into the business. People should be thanking Carlos if Fnatic is still in the league itself. Fnatic will be gone, actually. Yep. Well, not really gone. They'd be owned by G2. Which would be like, that'd be like if Cloud9 owned TSM and then actually put a roster for TSM to compete in the league. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to. That could have happened this year. Imagine, imagine who's the wealthiest team in the LCS. Well, I mean, Cloud9 is sponsored by Microsoft, so... Imagine, that, imagine Microsoft, who's Cloud9's, like, you know, sponsor. I, I, I don't know if people said that that doesn't really matter, but Microsoft is a sponsor of Cloud9. Just let that sink into your brain. Imagine Microsoft bought TSM and be like, oh, my, it'd, be, it'd be Microsoft TSM, and now Microsoft has two teams. Are they, imagine imagine sponsoring one team while owning another team. I'm like, oh, you <laughs> oh, you're dirty. You dirty sons of bitches. Oh and, and the thing is, that actually could happen because as long as you don't outright own one team, you're good. Sponsor is like, all right, cool. You you know, you sponsored it, but you don't own them. But, yeah, damn. Fucking shit. There's an actual point that could happen. I, I, Mark, Mark Slow could actually do that. that and, in the, and, and in the LPL, it's even a little, little bit, bit more shadier because we really don't know what goes on in the LPL, actually. I'm we not, only know I'm, what we get told, and the Chinese government has been very – I'm sorry, uh, guys. The Chinese tell us 
a version of an event that they want us to they know. They tell what they they tell what they want us to know. No offense, half the motherfucking teams could be owned by the triad, and we have no idea. <laughs> like, oh, that's racist. Oh, like, they could probably right. most likely sponsor the triads. Could even sponsor the LPL. Shit, shit. I doubt I they would, are because it's 10 I, I would know. be surprised if Jackie Chan owned every team in that uh, was the PCK, the Hong Kong League. Oh, the PCS. Oh, yeah, PCS. Yeah, yeah. I would be. Jackie Chan got enough money. He 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 can literally own every team in the PCS, and none of us will know it. Like who, who? Like think about it. Think about think about this because Hong Kong is technically China, but it doesn't count as China because the the providence. It's like Hong Kong and China. It's like Washington D.C. in America. They, it's on our land, but they have different rules. There, there is there is an actual because I I've actually looked it up. You get. You can actually own a team in the PCS and LPL. Yeah, it was revealed. And they can be right down the street from each other. I think they said the lowest earning LCS player made more than almost every player in the PCS. Yep. And by almost every guys, we're talking like 90% of that league. And outside of the actual top team. Whatever top team is for them. And the funny and, and, and that's the crazy people don't realize. A Chinese businessman could own teams in the LPL and PCS because mm-hmm. technically Hong Kong is on Chinese land. But it's that's why, better. like, I mean, because to be fair, even if the LPL, even because they're almost caught having like some guys owning more than one org, even if it is true, I mean, what are you going to really do two, about it though? Two like, LPL teams is illegal, but you can actually own an LPL and a PCS team because they're not in the same. That's the thing though, the, the Chinese aren't going to disclose that information to you. They're not going to tell on each other. Oh, they got. They, they have, like I've noticed that with Asian communities that they have this like unspoken rule that we don't tell on each other. Yeah, no, of course. When it comes we, to like professional think it, shit. Think about it. Think about it. If you know one person that's connected to China and you snitch on them, oh, you're done. You can be found fucking face down, get eat by dog in the <laughs> high part. China's so fucking big. It, it's so uh, it's so fucking big. You go miss it. That's one less. Well, oh. Oh, that's one less person. That motherfucker got three point four billion fucking people. If one if one goes missing, they are they really gonna? I mean, if he's big profile, but it's like think about it. think about think about that. You can literally buy you can own an LPL team, right? Buy a PCS team and put it under your brother's name, and then your brother could be your twin brother, and they can't tell the difference. That's why they, they talked about. I think they. It's been a, that's an old article, but I think somewhere in another uh, outlet that covered it, they mentioned that too. There's a possibility that uh, the guy could actually own both teams, but his uncle could run it for him. Yeah. He just gives it. He just tell him here, this is what I want. That's it. Yeah. The EDG owner was actually sorry when Invictus Gaming was the best team in the LPL. The Invictus Gaming owner, they were winning so hard in the LPL, like they were the best team by far. The owner benched Jackie Love and then played himself. They were winning that hard. The owner of IG came on stage and played. He was, he was horrible, obviously. Yeah, of course, but it's like <laughs> no, they were. I'm not kidding, guys. They were winning that hard. They went 17 and one in BL fives and BL threes. Yeah, they went 34. They went what's 18? What's that? 17, 17, 34, 34 and two. Oh, they went 34 Jesus. and two. That's a f- their deep. only losses were to RNG, the team they lost to in the finals. Oh shit! That damn. is disgusting. Oh, s- they seven, went thirty-two. They went thirty-four, 34 two. two. 
over both blitz. They also, I mean, but they won worlds that year too. So that okay, that makes sense. They won worlds that year. They they should have beaten RNG in that match, but the shy hurt his hand cooking food, which doesn't make sense because they have chefs. It's that, that that's. <laughs> I don't know. He probably punched the wall. I guarantee you got either, mad during scrims. He either punched, punched the, wall. the wall or probably owed somebody money and the child broke broke his hand. Because someone's like, he hurt his hand making food. They have chefs. First he don't need to make food at first, all. First of all, you, you don't break your hand. I've I like I've just you hurt my, your hand. You just broke your hand making food. No, never broke my hand. hand. I burnt my hand because the flames came up to I. I dislocated my shoulder trying to pick up something, but I've never. It actually just popped my shoulder. Yeah, but you are you're the need for that because you're not, you're actually you're doing the cooking itself, so you have to do that hard labor. They have chefs. Why would he ever need to make his own food? Plus, I'm not gonna like a cup of ramen ain't that hard to make, and I'm not being racist. I, no, when when <laughs> I found out a lot of these fucking like league players, all the all like their main thing is you take a cup of ramen, you put it in water, and they boil it, and then you you're chopping up like. You chop it up like spring uh, onions, scallions, shrimp, or whatever mm-hmm. kind of protein. You wait for the uh, noodles to cook. They cook about like two, three minutes. They saute them, and then you you know put kind of seasonings you want, and you put the top. I'm like, there's no way in hell you hurt your hand. You, you don't break your hand. You might dislocate something. You might even cut your finger. But you, I was like, okay, break your hand. That's break your wrist. That's okay. But no, nah, that's wild. But I don't know. Uh, then again, like I'm, I'm still saying try it because at this point, nah, he, nah, nah that's just, uh, I, I, no. I think try is more Hong Kong, but that could be that could be China too. But either way, that's oh shit. This gonna be a long season. Oh yeah, I can't oh. wait for the season to start. Eight. Hey. I'm gonna be at the LCS. Hopefully, me and because James talked about we're gonna go to the LCS when it whenever we can get get a day to go. I can't wait to go and I haven't been been at the LCS since 2019. Actually, yeah, yeah. it's been a while for me, even me going. I'm gonna get better pictures this time around because I said I have a better camera this time around. Definitely. Uh, who's the girl? I, every time Pokemon went, Pokemon always went on Sunday. We always went on Saturday because the better games were always on Saturday for some reason. Yeah, Pokemon was there, and I could have met her if we went on Sunday. I would have had to do my YouTube channel intro. That's at least 10,000 views right there. Whoo! But yeah. it's probably not going to happen. What if I meet Lily and being like, hey, I, you ever tried black guys out? No, no, no. Because he's dead. Michael Reeves. But I'm telling you, no, you do that to Pokey. I'm, 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 I'm double hit on Ollie Bay or who. Man, I'm going to try to steal Jody away from uh, John. Like, uh, Sneaky has a pretty cute girlfriend. Double. These guys don't date ugly women. They no, because you gotta realize a lot of these, a lot of these guys, they like a lot of these girls. They just want a guy who just sees the girl as a regular person, and that's the thing. To a lot of these girls, are like mm-hmm. I'm just a regular person, just like you. No, you're, you're cute. The thing is, you can't you can't tell a girl she's cute because she if she's if she's heard it enough times, she doesn't want to hear it anymore. She is like like. You have to call her cute without calling her cute. Because <laughs> if you think she's ugly. Like, dude, today, Santorin just announced he's he's engaged. You, you look at his girlfriend, He she's pretty good looking. I got to see what Santorin's girlfriend Also, these, like. these guys are dating girls in L.A. who are definitely much better than the girls that I get to see every day. So, you know. Yeah. That. Perks, Perks got married. Perks actually got married. Oh, Jesus. Uh... Right here. Yeah, Santorin, he's engaged today. That's awesome. Awesome. 
He's not a that's okay. It's a good looking. I mean, Santoro's not a bad looking person too, but he, man, he, he just needs to get a haircut because he got that long hair. He don't uh, see where he has the short cut like I that. I like the longer yeah. hair better. It's short, makes him look like a fuck boy with that shit. I mean, that's how you you usually get a lot. Of, a lot of these dirty girls like fuck boys. Yeah, they don't like. like Perks is married, guys. Perks of all people, I've seen this guy since he played in the LEC. He's married oh, now. Perks? Oh shit! And Perks got okay. married. He got married this past week. Okay. That's awesome for. Oh, him. okay. That's what fucking um that one guy was spamming. Carlos. Oh man, Car- people just love going under these posts. But Carlos, he- I told people the Carlos situation was gonna blow over. Who remembers the Andrew Tate shit at this point? I mean, who remember it? That's why I was thinking Carlos might go to Fnatic and like be their CEO eventually. <laughs> Jeff has enough money to. Like, people will be like, Fnatic has too much integrity to take my money from Carlos. Sure. Motherfucker, did he did, did he already take money? Like, Carlos is technically the owner of Fnatic. And, and, <laughs> no, he, 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 no, motherfucker, you owe me. Oh, Ryan says fuck Ryan. The fuck you too. Oh my God. What the This girl's kind of cute, but I don't know if she's freaky. I don't know. All right, guys, we're going to head off here in just a moment. I think she's actually pretty cute. Who's this? I, I seen oh. a problem on my timeline for a little bit. Okay, I like girls like her who are dirty, but like they like they're dirty, cute. And they know like it. you show your ass. Died. Oh, and she got an only fan. Okay, that's like deep. That's a decent looking girl. Neither of you the girls I get set up with, and they, the date goes well. But that how how she sits on dick? That'd be pretty good. Shit. <laughs> Go back to that picture. Yo, nigga, send me that picture. That, holy shit. <laughs> see, 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 that's the position right there. That's the I'm not pulling out. You, if a, if if you walk and you say, oh, baby, I'm just stretching, you see that. You instantly get hard. You're like, uh oh, fuck. It. It's, it, it's going to be one of those nights where it's like, you, if, a, if a girl gets into that position or that position, you're not you're not pulling. You don't pull out. You don't pull out of positions like those. You you look at her. You, you kiss her in the mouth. You kiss her on her forehead. You're like, me. You're about to have a baby. There's no way I'm pulling out. You. It, it feels like oh, that's like no. If a girl has her like behind, like and they're like over, and, you know, mm-hmm. on her shoulders, and you're in there, and she looks at you, she smiles. I'm like, oh lord. Like, and she's like, are you about to come? I'm just looking at it like, take my take my facial, bitch. No, I no, I'm, I'm not pulling. I was like, how ready are you to have a baby? Oh, my birth control. You're like, oh, thank God, because I because because you don't pull out at that point. You you kiss on the lips. He's like, oh, shit. You're like, fuck. Definitely, oh my God, those are those are the situations where. Oh, God. Well, guys, we'll see you next week to wrap up the year. Thank you guys for all the support this year. More content coming. We'll see you guys next week. Deuces.